0: Oh ho 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 ho. I do believe that it's best show time. If I'm not mistaken, are we there? Pat. What? There he is. That's my guy. It's my guy, Pat. Now for people who might be new to the best show, this guy, Pat, he's one of the best. Good guy. Good guy. That's right. That's Pat's theme music. You don't know it yet. Can't wait. You got a theme. You got a theme song now, Pat. Love it.
1: Bring it. Do you on. know it? Not yet.
0: Well, you're gonna get it during the show. I'm giving you a theme song. I might get a theme song. We'll see. His theme song. I don't know what his would be. Hold on so, loosely. <laughs>
2: Thirty. Because I'm a special. huge 38 special fan.
0: He loves his classic rock. He's a, he was a, he was a, for people who don't know, cause look, I know the show gets a lot of, uh, new people coming on board and I want that. I don't want this to be something where you need to know everything about the show to be able to listen. You should be welcome if you're a new listener and I do welcome you cause tonight on the best show, we have an exciting program ahead for you. And tonight's topic is one of the all time greats, if you ask me. Tonight's topic, basically, we are going to take 1,000 calls from 1,000 listeners. And the goal is to improve a movie by adding a dirt bike to it. Sounds simple? It is simple. So get ready. You call 201 3323 That's the number, right? That's it. And that's the number you call, and then maybe you're going to hear Pat's theme revealed during the show. So you call that number, you call, you talk about what movie could be improved by adding a dirt bike. Pat, what do you think of this as your theme music?
3: I do, but it's not coming to me yet. Oh, this is the night we ride. This ain't the garden of Eden. There ain't no ages above. And things ain't what they
1: used to be. And this ain't the summer of love.
0: What do you think about that?
1: I mean, you had me at the start of the song, at that just driving. I was in.
0: This ain't the summer of love. I like it. Cause you're a you're a you're a you're a, uh, a punk, Pat. I don't mean that in the good way. I don't mean hey, you're a punk like I'll a. Take
4: it.
0: No, I know, I know, I know. You're a punk in the tradition of punk. The way, the way, like a uh, 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 Mike Kroll is a punk.
1: If this was my eulogy, I'd be very happy.
0: Well, it's not your eulogy. <laughs> Or is it? Oh, no. Yeah, it's a twist. It'd be really creepy if something happened on the way home. Oh, no. Don't think I don't think about it all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Half the stuff I say, I want it to be slightly spooky if I croak. Right. Then people are just like, and then the last thing he said, and this is (laughs) one of them right now. This is literally one of them right now. And then he started talking about how everybody... He needs to love one another because you don't know how long life is going to last. And he's gone. And I'm not minimizing or trivializing uh death in any way, but I'm just saying it's a constant thought for everybody. Man, I tell you, man, you just wait. You just wait till you read this book I wrote. Your head's not going to be able to handle it. Some of the things in this book. Somebody, a a friend described it as Proust by way of Mad Magazine. That's And that's not light. That's not something to take lightly. Again, I don't know who Proust is. I do know what Mad Magazine is. So I took that as the highest compliment. I'm assuming calling something Proust is also a compliment. Let's just assume that. And I also want to thank we have on board tonight. We have no brett tonight. No brett. He is on assignment, and we have Adam holding things down. Thank you, Adam. You're welcome, Tom. The mighty Adam. Now, Jason, you vouch for this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. That's.
2: I mean, he's a good villain. He's good. Yeah. Oh. See, yeah, if, I, if I could have chosen some others, I may have. I mean, there's a list. This guy. This guy. He's this on is what he list. does.
0: He does this. He's 3000 miles away. I now gotta face this guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I absolutely love Adam. Adam's I, a great dude.
5: I get the blowback on this.
0: But I mean, he's not gonna like, he's not gonna rifle through my jacket, is he? Where'd you put your jacket? Which room is it in? It's, it's not, it's not within, uh, my eye line right now. Okay. Maybe not. All right. Well, look, let's start the best show because it is the best show and we know when it's time to start the best show. We got a full, uh, topic. The phones. How are the phones? The phones doing good, Pat?
1: Lit up like the Christmas tree that should happen this week. That's
0: see. Wow. And that's, you, that's the kind of thing, uh, you'd think Pat was the one doing radio in West Virginia with, uh, segues <laughs> like that. Not you, Jason. I know. I know. Pat's good. Pat could, Pat could have killed it on classical radio. Jason would have been for people who don't know. And again, there's a lot of new listeners. I want to welcome them all in. Jason was the kind of guy. He worked in radio in, uh, in, uh, in West Virginia and they, they pumped his stuff into the, to the mine to keep the workers motivated. And also to hope hopefully loosen some of the uh the rock with the rock. That was one of the sweepers. You he saved would play Cole. like sorry say that now? Jason saved Cole for many years. Jason did save Cole. And uh look. He saved Cole. Now look at him. Fancy guy. Hanging out with Drew Barrymore. Those West Virginia roots. You take the, take the boy out of West Virginia. Can't take West Virginia out of the boy.
2: That's it's in me you forever.
0: That's, it's in you forever. You're doing your thing. You're, you're, you're busy playing a fog hat record for these, these, uh, coal, coal miners. Keep them happy. Would they Some call ram. in records how would they call in records with like a, a morse code Yeah it was morse
2: code so they would tap you know I had to learn it for that It was mainly a uh, ram jam
0: request Sure yeah get so I had to play Black Betty a lot Assuming you hear Black Betty um Yeah they the coal miners they like their classic rock And you know what best show listeners like Do you Not classic rock No well they do but you know best show listeners like say, so "What do they like? What do they like, Tom They like the best show. And now the best show begins) Welcome here on this December episode of The Best Show. My name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of tonight's installment, and we have a great show for you tonight. You call up and you improve a movie. It's the night of a thousand calls uh, of people improving movies by adding a dirt bike to them. So you call up, you add a dirt bike, you hang up. And you say why. You say how it would improve the movie. It's at a dirt bike. We got a great show. That's the show. Well, actually, if you don't think that's a good idea, we don't have a great show for you tonight. It's a pretty bad show ahead. If you don't like that, you might not get what you're looking for from tonight's show. But you know what? You want it. You know that's going to be funny. So you call up, you participate in that. Now I look over at Twitter and I, I got to admit I'm on Twitter. That's right. I'll admit it. I'm on Twitter and I noticed that DuckTales is trending. DuckTales. Now that's apparently some kind of comic strip or something. Funny, funny pages. What is it now? It's a comic book. It's like an animated comic book, an animated show. Is that what you call it, Jason? Animated show? Yes. Yeah. Okay. A cartoon. A cartoon. Yes. That's the word I was looking for. Cartoon. Now people are, um, I guess Danny Putty does a voice on DuckTales, which what is DuckTales? Now, which one is that? That's the one with Scrooge McDuck. Oh yeah. No, I don't like that one. Yeah. That's a Disney show, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm not, that's not, that's not, that's not my cup of tea. DuckTales. Now I like, uh, Daffy Duck is the duck I like. Not, uh, Donald Duck and Donald, by the way, boy, that's a name that's ruined for, a long time, huh? Donald. How many knew? I'll say this, look, if your name is Donald, you've been, you've been living as Donald. God bless you. You're doing all right. We know you're not associated, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with, uh, Mr. Trump. But I'll say this, any kid, you meet somebody 10 years from now and your name, so you meet a 10 year old named Donald 10 years from now. That means they were named very, very specifically. They were named Donald to pay tribute to Mr. Trump. Yeah. So this Donald, Donald, uh, DuckTales guy, um, is Donald Duck on DuckTales? I think he pops up from time to time.
1: Yeah. It was okay. a weird storyline where like he was, he was in the Navy. So he was so, uh, Wait, Donald Duck was in the Navy yeah and so his nephews were being watched by Scrooge McDuck is that right Jason remember yeah, I this think off you're the, right on the money off the top of
2: uh my head Adam are oh, yeah. we correct you're shaking your head yes he's got the
1: uniform
0: yeah he so does. they were watched they were being watched what through like a little like a hidden
1: camera <laughs> no like uh just in the care of oh baby okay. sat by
2: sure Scrooge
0: sure so Donald Duck was in the Navy. Well, this is the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. Donald Duck was in the Navy. Well, I guess because he's a duck, he swims, right? Well, that, those ducks don't seem to do a fair amount of swimming for 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 being ducks. Never, yeah, I don't remember was seeing Donald
1: Duck uh puttering around a lake. Right, Scrooge swam in his own money, though
0: yeah but he's a duck ducks, uh, ducks don't swim no ducks don't swim in money It's not a natural instinct for a duck to swim in in, in piles of uh, gold bullion but they swim in water you never see them buggy uh, they 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 would rent a little uh canoe or whatever to get around a lake not just they should just walk in no but look that's neither here nor there that sounds dumb. He's in the navy. So he's a military duck. But then I've seen Danny Puddy, the guy from, from uh DuckTale. He was on a on uh uh what's the show called again? Hunter? What is it? Community? Community. That's right. Uh yeah, he was on that. Now he's on that. I guess he had some standoff with Larry King, uh, because Larry King didn't like him talking about his, uh, that he would buy socks with his, all his ducktails money. All I say is I think of this, get me on ducktail. I'll do ducktails. You want me to stop ripping on ducktails? Throw, 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 me a voice job on it. Suddenly you'll never get it. somebody more, more pro DuckTales Let's go swimming in the money. Is that a good audition? I'm a duck. No?
2: It sounds pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. W- what would your duck name be? And what would your relation to Donald be? I don't know. Cl- cl-
0: Clark? Clark duck? Clark. Clark duck. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Clark. Are you brothers
2: with Donald?
0: Are you a cousin? Um, his landlord. Business advisor. (laughs) I'm his building manager. Clark Duck. That's like Clark Duke. See, they would just give that job to Clark Duke. And I wouldn't blame them.
1: You could be his mid-season replacement.
0: Should there be some kind of like like, like, is, is, like on that show, do they curse on ducktails?
2: No, I don't think so. I think it's a family friendly show. Okay, it's family friendly. What if you were someone who served with Donald and you had to come back and tell them that Donald's like lost at sea?
0: Well, that's gruesome. It's a good way in though. It's a pretty good way in, but that's also, look, if you're going to put a duck in the Navy, any all bets are off. For weird plot lines. So if I do, uh, okay, so I'm not going to do Clark Duck because that should be for Clark Duke. Um, R- Ron, is that a good name for a duck? Ron Duck? What about Ronald B. Duck? Well, see, the thing is, if it's Ron Duck, they might as well get Ron, because that makes you think of Ronda Rousey. If it's Ron Duck Rousey, they should just get her. For that, right? They get Ron Duck Rousey would be good. Uh,
2: you don't have to have the duck last name. Neil? because There are other characters that have like McQuack names.
0: Okay, so maybe my name is like Neil McQuacken. Neil McQuacken. Right? Yeah. And I'm a duck that. I'm a duck that helped Scrooge McDuck lease a car. But that's just I'm one like, episode. When you go by a, a car and you deal with a salesman and then they slide you into that next room with some <laughs> horrible person you can't believe exists. When you're just like, salesman acts like your best friend and salesperson, of course. I mean, salesperson. Right. So they act like your best friend. And then suddenly they uh, go, okay, now go in this room and talk to this person. And then there's just this awful person behind the desk who has piles of contracts and paperwork. You're like, oh, this is where I get ripped off. I'm not talking to the, oh, I'm done talking to the salesperson now. Oh, now I'm talking to, to this monster who is totally going to beat me up. And I also kind of doesn't seem like I can negotiate a whole lot anymore because everyone's acting like this is a done deal. That's what I will be. Neil McQuacken. Neil McQuackers. Right? Yeah, I think that's perfect. Neil McQuackers. Fine auto car dealership finance <laughs> who works in finance for a car dealership. I mean, that's pretty good.
2: He's just constantly looking under all of his piles.
0: He'll look and be like, okay, well let's review the service plan here. Um Okay. Well, it's a, there's a 10, you know, here at, uh, here at Kia, we offer a 10 year, 10,000, a hundred thousand mile plan. Uh, but you do have to get individual things. That does not cover tires. Would you like to, so would you like to talk about some sort of warranty for tires? Cause, uh, if you do a warranty for tires, that covers wear and tear and any sort of, uh, objects, foreign objects that, that get stuck in the tire, lodged in the tire, you bring it in and we automatically cover that for, uh, 100,000 miles also. That was me doing Neil McQuacken. McQuackers. Neil McQuackers. That is this is what I say. Now I'm getting word here on, on Twitter that Duck DuckTales has already been cancelled. Well, not with Neil McQuacker showing up. Fire those, fire those computers back up. Start drawing new pictures of ducks. Cause Neil, Neil McQuackers is coming. I think Neil McQuackers could fit in this. I've never, look, I've never seen five seconds of DuckTales. I don't know is it violent? No, it's uh it's pretty uh heartfelt. It's sweet. It's okay. funny. It's gentle. Is There's it no funny is it funny or is it like funny for for a kids cartoon funny? Right, it's it's exactly
2: that. Like a 7-year-old's going to laugh. An 8-year-old. Yeah. So it's not, not so funny. Much.
0: That's no, what you're that's saying. Funny. It's, not yeah, funny. it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even remotely funny not to us. Unless you're a, a child with a, a head full of goo. Yes. Right? A goo-filled child would laugh. They laugh so much at DuckTales. They'd laugh. Okay. They'd laugh at DuckTales. But it seems like Neil McQuackers might be a little bit of a – uh might not exactly pop for, for seven-year-olds because they'll just be like, I thought we bought the car – from that lady who showed us the car. Why do we have to go sit in this office now? And this, can I get more money for the vending machine?
2: Neil McQuackers is for the parents. It's like those parents that are always watching, like, like oh, I watch this, I watch it with the kids, and, you know, there's some stuff in there for adults, too. They hide some jokes in there for adults. That's what Neil McQuackers would be.
0: Neil McQuackers, yeah, but it seems like... It, Look, I'm going to dig in on this Neil McQuackers thing. I think there's something there. So I guess I need to get, who does a voice on DuckTales? You David know who would Tim know it? this? That, that dork from George Lucas talk show would know this stuff. There's this one dork that works on that show With, that would know that. Who, Uh Patrick? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Patrick could get you in on
0: that. Yeah, I'd They're all kind of dorks though, right? No, no, they're not. They're not. There's one that kid, like, well, he's a nice guy, but he's, he's kind of a dork. That's a funny show, George Lucas talk show. I love that show. Pat, have you seen that?
1: No, but I want to see it. Oh, Pat, you got to check this out. Yeah. It's so good. Connor and, um, who else is in it? Griffin. Griffin Newman.
0: Yeah. yeah Griffin Newman, who is, uh, very funny up and coming uh comedian uh part one of like a pick to click kind of guy.
1: Arthur from the
0: the tick. Arthur from the tick, yes.
1: Now Pat, we have any calls? Plenty of calls. I'm going to give Now
0: you who's a- keeping tabs on this 1000 count that we're trying to get to? I'll do it. All right, you can you do that. Yeah. Let's start it. Oh, alien resurrection. best
6: show hi hello Tom how's it going good who's this this is Jonah from Elgin Illinois what Jonah from Elgin Illinois can you hear me Jonah from
0: Elgin Illinois that's correct how are things in Elgin Illinois tonight and where is Elgin Illinois by the way
6: it's about 45 minutes northwest of Chicago
0: Okay, so I'm good. what I'm you're good what you're saying is, do you do you tell people you're from Chicago? Do you round up? No,
6: never. No, never. I always just say I'm from the suburbs.
0: When you hear somebody from your neck of the woods say like, "Yeah, I'm from Chicago,"
6: are you like, "Come on"? Yeah, it bugs me. When I when I went to junior college, kids were talking about getting the Chicago skyline tattooed on their arm, and it really bugged me because they weren't from there.
0: Yeah, get the Elgin skyline tattooed on the arm, right? <laughs> what What would the Elgin Sky, Elgin Illinois skyline be? Uh, cheesecake factory? <laughs> no, we don't target? even
6: have a cheesecake factory.
0: How close is the target to the cheesecake factory in Elgin? <laughs> uh
6: probably twenty minutes.
0: Mm. Kind of bo- a bookend in the town, huh? That's an either or situation. (laughs) What's your favorite thing to eat at Target? Do you go, do you sit down and have the pizza pie? Or do you, uh, or do you buy something and eat it in your car, like snacks?
6: Yeah, I would get, you know how they have those giant plastic jugs of like party mix? I would get that and eat it in my car.
0: You need a giant jug of party mix in your car. Mm
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Party for one, huh?
6: That's, that's the times we live in,
0: isn't it? That's a COVID party right there. <laughs> COVID party eating a bucket of trail mix in your car. <laughs> now, when you talk about this trail mix that they have a target, are you talking about the monster? Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Office Hours Live. But who are the animals? Because I
7: don't
8: smell them.
0: Or the peanut butter Which, monster.
8: Um, I usually get the one
6: that's more kind of like the Chex Mix style where it's got like the little pretzels in it. Maybe some, uh, I don't know if it has the, the rye chips, but just like... More like the savory one it
0: doesn't have no one wants on on that rye chip business. no one wants that rye <laughs> chip.
6: I'll buy an entire bag of just the Gargello's rye chips that's
0: my, oh, you're that's you're my you're, you're clearly you 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 are troubled <laughs> you clearly are troubled. <laughs> you'll buy a bag of well, rye chips and just eat that all by yourself,
6: yeah, I used to do it when I was studying with my classmates back when I went back to school and they we were driving nuts because it would be really loud and we'd be trying oh, to... Oh, John, you, you, better hope,
0: you better hope, you better hope I never come to Elgin, Illinois and walk <laughs> past your car in a Target parking lot to see you eating a bag of rye chips. <laughs> I'll push you up, I'll roll your car right into traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I would not do that to uh, you. No, no, I'll no, tell you to put, you know I'll that. tell you to pop it in park. <laughs> if I, well, how about this? This is what I would, I would not do that to you. But if I saw your car, if you were like, Hey man, can I get a jump? My car stalled. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, no problem. You got cables. You'd be like, yeah, I do. I'd be like, uh, it's, it's your car. One of those fancy new cars. No. And, uh, I'd be, uh, like, Yeah. And then uh, we get the jumper cables out, and then I see uh I see that bag of rye chips on your passenger seat. <laughs> I see a ring of rye. You got a ring of rye around your mouth. <laughs> I'd be like, "Hey, it's not going to work out." All right, hook both jumper cables to the one thing and blow your engine up. <laughs>
6: Uh, Tom, you're one of the funniest human beings that's ever existed on this planet. I got to tell you. And I'm, Wait, what? What was
0: planet, that? I missed that. Say that
6: again. You're one of the you're one of the funniest people that's ever existed on this planet, Tom. And now there's so, a problem here. I
0: can't. It. I cannot hear what you're saying. Say just say that one more time.
6: You're one of the funniest people that's ever existed on this planet, Tom.
0: Jonah, please. Uh, I, I have for some reason it's not coming through. Say that again. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. What were you saying?
6: You're one of the funniest people that's ever existed
0: on this planet. Jonah, I heard you every time. <laughs> <It's> nice. <laughs> Thank you. So tell me, Jonah, what do you got for a movie thing? You wanna you wanna uh yes. add a dirt bike to a movie? What what would you do? So I have a couple. They're both
6: set in New York and involving restaurants. So one is my dinner with Andre, and in the middle of their talk, a dirt bike drives into the restaurant and drives around. And they spend another forty-five minutes just talking about how that's somehow tied to Baudelaire or something like that. They just they go on this long tangent about how dirt bikes are some sort of representative of some sort of artsy-fartsy stuff. So
4: that's sure. Part so one. dirt
0: bikes would be a part of their their uh, their multifaceted conversation that they have in that restaurant. Yes, exactly. What's the closest thing to a current movie that's like my dinner with Andre? With just people happen. Uh, podcasts. I think podcasts are literally my dinner with you, Andre. You're
4: right. You're right. Can
6: you, you get on? Like a, a New York like a New Yorker podcast. A New Yorker yeah, podcast. My My Podcast
0: with Andre. How is that not a podcast? <laughs> No, you really, all right, now you're, you are You love, you love this show, buddy. You're laughing a bunch. I never, I haven't laughed the way you're laughing. You did more laughing now than I've done in five years on this one call. I ain't done that much laughing Tom, I mean, in five years.
6: This show brings me so much joy. And honestly, as tough as this year has been, I just keep telling myself, I got to make it to read Tom's book.
0: That's, oh, well, that's, my, that's, that's the sweetest my, thing i not even kidding. That's the sweetest thing I ever heard, Jonah. My podcast with Andre. I get to meet somebody named Andre. I get to do it with Eric Andre or, uh, or maybe get Paul yeah, Shear yeah. to do his character Andre from the, the league. Maybe I could do Neil McQuackers. So maybe get Paul, Paul Shear reprises Andre from the league and I bring my new character, Neil McQuackers, uh, car dealership finance.
4: <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay,
0: so, so, yeah. But, yeah, because you think about these movies, right? There's, there's, there's such a thing. I'm, I'm listening to this audiobook now, this 45 hour, uh, Andy Warhol audiobook, right? Mm-hmm. And he talked, there's so much talk about the movies he made. And I got to see these, uh, these movies, the movie part of Andy Warhol is something I've, I am, I'm lacking in, in, uh, exper- experiential, uh, uh, wise with, uh, Andy Warhol. We get through this thing. We get through this thing. I wanted somebody to put, uh, the Chelsea girls to screen it the way it was four hours long. I'll sit, I'll watch every minute of that thing. Well, I, I, want, I want. I want. Then there's nothing wrong with boring. I think. I think the idea of boring. There's something awesome about something that being very meditative and and quote unquote boring.
6: I agree. Well, you you used to talk about loving to fall asleep in a the theater, and you could literally fall asleep while watching this movie of a guy falling asleep.
0: No, that would be great. I would do that. I think there's something amazing about people making things that are meant to relax you a little bit. There's something awesome about that. If somebody said, when somebody says they fall asleep to the best show, the two things I think are how, and that's awesome. (laughs) I think it's awesome. If you could fall asleep to the show and it puts you, it puts your mind to a a state where you can, you can zonk out. That's great. So what is the other one you have for me, Jonah? So do the right thing, but instead of him throwing
6: the trash can through the window, he, oh, he, he drives right. a dirt bike. Like, he's driving
0: he around so delivering
6: pizzas. Yeah. Yeah, he's driving around delivering pizzas on a dirt bike, but he still takes two hours to deliver the pizzas for some reason. And at the mm-hmm. end, he revs that thing up, and he's just revving it up and revving up and then shoots it through the window.
0: So the dirt bike is, is a constant through the movie. hmm I mean... You sure you don't want the dirt bike to be a surprise
6: that's that'd be good too yeah, because you could just see in the background there's some scenes kind of locked up and they never they never talk about it and in the end he just sort of jumps on it that's, that's a better idea yeah you should do I hope i hope I hope they pay you a lots of money for punch up Tom, because you' that's a
9: good one
0: that's because' it's not like Mookie walked around holding a garbage can the whole movie and then threw it through the window <laughs> at the last second. <laughs> They kind of introduce the garbage can late in the mix, so suddenly he just goes and he, mm, 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 yeah, he jumps over everybody, and crashes a dirt bike through the pizza through Sal's famous, and maybe maybe
6: we maybe we now live in a world where. Spike Lee was directing, like, Biker Boys or one of the Fast and Furious. Like, maybe that would change the entire trajectory of his career.
0: I'm going to say this. I've been watching these Spike Lee movies in order. I just watched uh, Mm -hmm. Crooklyn. I'm up to Crooklyn now. Mm -hmm. I've been watching them in order the last couple weeks. This guy's underrated. This guy's so incredibly underrated, his his body of Mm -hmm. work. Mm Mm-hmm. He yeah. is so, he, he, he covers so many, he can do so many things with such yeah. ease and puts his personality all over each one, but also serves. He's just, a, it's a, it's a, he is very underrated and, uh, you can't, he, he, he deserves a lot more credit than he gets but, and, for what he has
6: built. Absolutely, and the cinematography. Nobody. Talk, I don't feel like any, everybody talks. I know that Ernest Dickerson, but Ernest yeah. Dickerson's movies he directed never looked as good anywhere near no. as good and the stuff. That's he the did two of them Spike. together.
0: That's the two of them together. Ernest Dickerson and Spike Lee work together like magic. The way they, uh, yeah. the way because I think just maybe maybe it's down to like something like that that, that Ernest Dickerson can help help uh realize a vision uh mm-hmm. maybe that's that's just the the um mm-hmm. the uh the the highest uh that's that's the best version of Ernest Dickerson perhaps although he's he's a he's a really good director yeah
6: yeah i got
0: to say they
6: they're the, the sharply worster of film
0: oh you're you all Joni, you're just you're just you're just you're just hitting all the all the of the notes tonight, aren't you?
6: <laughs> Have you gotten right. to Clockers yet? Clockers okay, you got to Clockers I, 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 I was
0: going to watch start watching Clockers. I've seen Clockers before. I like Clockers a lot. I'm going to watch it again.
6: That's one of his most um, underrated. That one's really good. But yeah. I'll let you go, Tom. You you've you've given me lots of time and just thank you for everything you do. I'm so well, happy to show back. Jonah. I'm going to say you. this,
0: Jonah. In terms of callers you get a uh a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10.
4: Oh, hey, is this your first call life. of the
0: show? Is this your first call of the show, Jonah?
6: No. No, this is my fourth or fifth, but I only call maybe twice a year. I was well, the guy Jonah. that called. I, well, yeah, I called, the, yeah.
0: This is the new rule for you, Jonah. When you call up, you just say, this is Jonah, 10, uh, 10 oh. out of 10.
6: Oh.
4: Tom. I mean You're you say so ten
0: much. out of ten. You say I'm ten out of Tom said I'm ten out of ten.
6: Oh <laughs> uh, Tom, I can't wait till my fences. Right,
0: hang up Tom, on you him. You hang so up much. on him. I'm done with him. Sweet guy. I like Jonah.
1: You wanna give me another dirt bike call, Pat? We uh we could go we could keep going on dirt bike. I also have uh line five.
0: Let's do dirt bike first, you got please. Donuts. 10 out of 10. No. Nope. Best shout. Hello. Best Eight shout. Ten. Hi.
10: How's it going? Good, good. Who's this? This is Eric in uh, Brooklyn.
0: Eric in Brooklyn. What part of Brooklyn are you in, Eric?
10: Crown Heights.
0: You're in Crown Heights. How's that treating you?
10: It's all right. I uh, got a two bedroom with my brother. Moved out of a apartment with three other people, so it's an upgrade.
0: That's nice. you all right yeah. living with your brother.
10: Yeah, we're actually twins, so um, I don't know. It's an interesting dynamic.
0: Now, let me ask you. This and be completely honest. Have you okay. ever felt any of that stuff people say, like twins, where you get like the the he he stubs his toe and you feel it?
10: Uh, no, nothing like that. But I, I will say that you just—you're a similar wave, wavelength. You have the same friends, same family, and the uh, same upbringing. So you kind of can analyze the situation in a similar mindset.
4: Okay.
0: Like you feel like you have—you feel like you have the same wiring as your brother.
10: Yeah, in some ways. Definitely some personality differences, but. Um,
0: have you ever? Yeah. Have you ever pretended to be him?
10: No, and that's something our parents always egged us on to do every April Fool's Day, and we never took advantage of it
0: no nah, because they wanted it right
10: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Could you pull it off now, or the two of you have you grown up to where you are not do do you are not uh you are obviously discernible
10: <laughs> um, uh, maybe I, I think it's too discernible personally, but it, with, with somebody who's gullible, I think we could maybe pull it off mm-hmm. for a little have, while.
0: Have you ever, and be honest, forgotten which twin you are?
10: No, that hasn't happened yet. Knock on wood.
0: You haven't been like, am I Eric or am I Cla- Claude? What's, what's your brother's name? Kevin. Kevin. Close.
9: No, it hasn't
10: quite happened yet.
0: And which one was, is technically the older brother? I am. You are. And do you lord that over Kevin ever?
10: It's lost some of its, uh, usefulness in older age. But, um, when we were kids, when we were kids all the time.
0: When you're not, when you're not seven, it uh, generally stops tracking that you're, uh, that you're, uh, 20 minutes older than your brother.
10: Yes. He always got the... He was the taller twin, though.
0: Okay. Well, what do you got for me, Eric? You got something for the topic?
10: Uh, yeah, the first thing I came to mind was 1917. Figure it would speed so, things up a bit.
0: The movie, the Sam Mendes historical epic. Slash... Video game, where you watch a guy run around uh, a, a foxholes. You, if he had a dirt bike, that movie would be over in fifteen minutes. Maybe I'd like yeah. that movie then. Yeah. I tell you one idea. thing.
4: Still a lot
2: quicker.
0: I couldn't. I, if I had a dirt bike, I wouldn't have gotten out of that theater any faster than I did when I left. Early. I walked out of that movie. A dirt bike would have slowed me down. I got out so quick.
10: I think I was hungover and fighting the urge not to fall asleep.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a sleepy time movie.
11: <laughs> in IMAX well,
12: too.
0: In IMAX too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like that one. Anything else for me, Eric? No, that's it. Well, Eric, I wish the best to you and. Thanks for the call. Alright, thanks Tom. Now you have a grand evening. Do you want to do, uh, five, please? Coming right up.
5: Line five, line five.
0: Hello, best show.
8: Oh, holy
3: night. The- a brightly shiny.
0: oh my god I know who this is I know who this is this is it's been a long time we have not spoken Zachary Brimstead Esquire
8: no you coin operated dink it's me Philadelphia boy Roy bring an old time holiday cheer to you and yours's. <laughs>
0: Philadelphia boy Roy, what, yeah. what what's going on with the uh, what's going on with the name change?
8: Well, you know, I'm I'm in my early fifties now, and I feel like it's time for a respectable name upgrade. Like they didn't call that country singer Nashville Ernie Ford; they called him Tennessee Ernie Ford.
0: Wait, Ten- They didn't call him Nashville Ernie Ford. They called him what?
8: They called him Tennessee Ernie Forple. Well, that, that, that
0: is truly the dumbest thing I've ever heard is that you're getting his last name wrong. You said Tennessee Ernie Ford. You said, you said, you know, you said Nashville Ernie Ford, but then you said Tennessee Ernie Forple
4: Look, Tom,
8: I can't keep it all straight. I've got so much important knowledge in my noodle. It's running down my face like Rudy's black hair tonic.
0: Yeah, that was a great moment, huh?
8: I was there.
0: You were there. Yeah. He was He was sweating up a storm, huh?
8: He was feeling the heat, but no one can stand that pressure like Rudolph.
0: He really, no, he's one of those guys, I will say, look, politically I don't always agree with him, but he is a cool customer.
8: I'm going to agree with everything you said except for the first thing, because I do agree with everything he says politically. You agree with, I don't know if he agrees with everything
0: he says politically.
8: Well, he's like me. He's got so much stuff in his noodle, but he's got black hair dye rolling down his face like him. Wait, that sounded weird.
0: Yeah, that came off. Slightly. That's a little strange, but hey Roy, what what's up with that singing voice of yours?
8: Oh, you ain't never heard that. That's my natural singing voice. That's
0: your natural singing voice.
8: Oh, yeah, it's always been like that.
0: It's always been I mean, okay, I thought I heard whatever but it's just it's very it's a very rich baritone
8: okay for- okay look so full disclosure all right i yeah from palm from Paul malls to virginia slim's extra long about two months ago and it cleared my voice up super high it's great so now. you
0: you switched the cigarettes you were smoking
8: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the exact same thing Dylan experienced when he made Nashville Skyline, but back then they were just Virginia semi-longs.
0: Yeah, so you're smoking Virginia Slims these days, huh?
8: Yeah, don't tell no one.
0: Okay, well, that's your business, although you just did tell everyone. Wait, I'm not on the air, am I? You you are on the air.
8: Oh, drats.
0: Yeah. Wow!
8: You don't hear, Everybody, don't hear people say that no more, see you?
0: Nobody says drats anymore. You're right.
8: It's all s this and f that and d that and s that. Nobody says drats no more.
0: Yeah, no, really. It's a it's. It was such it was such an elegant time back then when you would say drats.
8: It certainly was back in the mid '60s. Hey, speaking of. Yeah. Happy post-Zappa day. It was his 80th birthday yesterday.
0: Yeah, yeah. Happy happy post-Zappa birthday. That's right. Yesterday would have been Frank Zappa's 80th birthday.
8: That's right. Rock on. Did you see the, the, the Zappa documentary that just went up a couple of weeks ago?
0: I did. I did.
8: Ah, oh, rock on. You know, I'm the one who taught Zappa that holier-than-thou super condescending thing. You are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to hear the story?
0: Yes, please.
8: Oh, rock on. Well, here's the dealio. My mom was working catering at the newly opened electric factory in 1968 when the mothers bopped down to to Philly from New York where they was recording uh, Reuben and the Jets. Okay. All right, so they got this show at the electric factory. And all right, here's here's the full story. It, it was one of them periods in my parents' very tumultuous relationship when my dad thought their wedding vows didn't apply to him and he was carrying on affairs with cheerleaders from several of Philly's minor league sports teams.
0: Okay, from Philly, minor league Philly sports teams. There were a ton of them back then. Like what? Do you, like I, I don't know what you're. I don't know what teams you're talking about.
8: Okay, well, there was a hockey team called the Philadelphia School Killers, which was a real shame because it was named after the after the Schuylkill River. But you know, you say it and it sounds like you're saying school killers.
0: Yeah, that's an unfortunate name.
8: So, rather than changing their name, they agreed to fold the team.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
8: uh, Who uh, who else was he zapping? A cheerleader from the Philadelphia Hats. From the
0: uh, the Philadelphia what?
8: Hats. It was a professional tetherball team. The Philadelphia Hats. Yes, yes. Well, you've heard of the, the, uh, I believe they were the ABA, the Memphis Tams. And a tam is also a hat,
0: right? Oh yeah. Now that actually, whenever I think of, uh was it Memphis, right? Yeah, yeah. Whenever I think of Memphis, I always think of uh, a who who could be walking around in a in a in a, a sporty uh, tam o' Shanter.
8: Look at that tam on that guy! Oh my god! Yeah. He's yeah, doing of course. It right. there's,
0: not, there's nothing else going on in that city that you would name uh, a sports team after no, to capture no, uh, the spirit of the city?
3: No, not
8: at all. No music, no art, no photography, no uh, no businesses like Holiday Inn and, and FedEx starting up. Nothing like that.
0: No, no. Let's name it after a hat.
8: Yeah, yeah. So they were trying to outdo, out-hat the Tam. so they were the Philadelphia hats. Okay. Uh, and and there was another team uh uh called the Philadelphia Declarations of Independences.
0: Well, that's a real mouthful.
8: Real real mouthful. It was a professional knee basketball uh team which 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 didn't last long. It was basically grown men playing basketball with nerf balls on their knees.
0: Like like Dorf
8: style? Yeah, like children play.
0: Yeah, so so they there was I did not know that there was ever an, a professional knee basketball league.
8: Well, you're you're right in not knowing that because it was terrible and 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 there were no crowds. The crowds were so small they was having games in players' living rooms.
0: Well, I mean, I guess that fits the knee basketball part of it, but that I'm sure that's not where they where they wanted the league to
8: exist. No, not at all. It started in the in the convention center, which held like that's yes, that's where the Beatles played it, like uh, you know, eight thousand people. And pretty soon, you got to downgrade to a capacity of four.
0: <laughs> yeah, wow, that's a real that's a real uh, real kind of rollback on right <laughs> on attendance. Yeah, hey, so, hey, everyone, yeah. we're. We're, we're, we're gonna play the games in a different venue. Um, uh, okay, so we're not playing them at the, what was it, the convention center? Yes. Yeah. We're not, through, we're not gonna be at the convention center anymore? No, no. Well, where are we gonna be? My house.
8: <laughs> Dell's living room. Yeah. <laughs> but we sold, we sold a bunch of tickets and it's Ottoman seating only. <laughs>
0: Yeah, a, a full house, literally.
8: Okay, yeah. But getting back to the story, my my dad was on the prowl that night of the of of the mother show, so mom had to take me to work with her. I was only four at the time, but oh, was I precocious! Really? Oh yeah, I was out of hand. So basically, I'm just sitting at a table in catering, and I look up. And Frank Zappa's getting a heaping ladle full of sodganeer out of one of them pots there. And he takes it out, and he overshoots his plate, and he ends up getting spinach all over his shirt. Okay. So I go, I go, smooth move, parrot face. (laughs) And and now this this was before he had what I call the Zappa zest. <laughs> right.
0: Uh huh. What, what do you call? What is it? Before he had the zappa what?
8: Zest. Z e s t. You know. How okay. That, in, oh, what's the movie? Going with the wind, where he says, "Of uh, uh, he goes. You, Scarlet, have a certain zest for living." Uh huh. It was. It's like that.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's gone with the wind. I think that's Caddyshack.
8: I always get them confused for some reason, don't you? Oh, it happens. It happens. Okay. So, anyway, I I call Frank Parrotface, and he immediately goes beet red. And then a little tear starts falling down his cheek, and I realize, oh, my God, he's totally humiliated. And I I felt really bad all of a sudden. And Tom, to this day it's probably the worst and maybe the only time I ever felt bad about anything I'd done.
0: So that's that's troubling. That that's that's what it took for you to feel any sort of remorse for something?
8: Oh, but I did feel it for a couple seconds, and then I kind of moved on. Sure,
0: sure. No. Well then you just be you just powered through.
8: Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at Frank, and and I'm thinking to myself, and I go, I know this is the proverbial fork in the road for this dude. So I toddle up to him, and in full view of everyone, band, crew, security management, I go, look, you muscle-free, way-too-complicated music magazine's perv of the year. Do you want to be a little tiny mouse or the insufferable condescending, and I hold up my, my tiny hands to make little air quotes, genius who changes music history by somehow combining the least enjoyable aspects of jazz, the self-satisfied pompousness of classical music, and the cringiest elements of doo-wop with lyrics about having sex with teenage girls who aren't your wife and somehow getting people to love it. And he stops crying and he goes, I honestly can't remember exactly what you said just now, but I want to be the second part of it.
0: (laughs) Wow. So that, so you really were an influential figure in the.
8: Oh yeah. Oh, totally. And, and I go, okay, all you got to do is remember the humiliation you suffered at the tiny, mittened hands of the tot you see before you right now. Mm-hmm. And everyone who whoever gets in your way or ruffles your feathers is that tot and is the object of your hatred on whom you must get vengeance. And the rest is that history, that Zappa and history combined.
0: Sure. No, I, I was able to figure that part out, but that's... That's that is a wild story, Roy.
8: Isn't it? Rock on! That's why he called his label Bark and Pumpkin Records as a tribute to me because he knew how much I loved Halloween and the musings of loud, opinionated dogs.
0: Well, he really did have you pegged, huh? He,
8: he did. Hey, <laughs> have you seen the have you seen the teaser from this Peter Jackson Beatles doc? I
0: did see the teaser for it. Yeah.
8: Oh, rock on. You know, I ain't seen it yet. It's supposed to be good. And and I just want to say this right now. Personally, I would love to have my bandmate's girlfriend sitting two feet away from me as we hash out song ideas for 10 hours straight. Okay?
0: Sure. Now, that's its own challenge, regardless of whatever you think of Yoko Ono or not. It's just a hard thing to have somebody sitting while you're trying to make something.
8: Absolutely, and she did a lot of great stuff, you know, rock on to her, you know. Hey, I I wonder if this doc gets into that famous love triangle between Eric Clapton, George Harrison, and Patty Hearst. Have you heard anything about it?
0: Wait, Eric Clapton, George Harrison, and and not not Patty Hearst. That's the wrong name. No,
8: it ain't. Who do you think it is?
0: was Patty uh I'm blanking on her name it's not Patty Hurst
8: You don't think it was Patty Harrison
0: Well I guess it would be Patty Harrison yeah No it's yeah,
3: Patty,
0: Patty. Hearst. It Roy it, it's not Patty Hurst I know that
8: No it's Patty Hearst. How do you why do you think Clapton and George Harrison ended up doing all those benefit shows for the Symbol and East Liberation Army
0: Wait, hold hold on a second. It's the Symbianese Liberation Army. You said it's the Sim what symbol?
8: Yeah, Symbol and Ease.
0: It's not Symbol it and Ease.
8: No, I thought it was I thought it was this organization that helps making symbol playing easier, like for drum sets?
0: No, that's that's Remember how I said that uh that other thing was the dumbest thing I ever heard? Yeah. Yeah, well that that's ancient history now, Roy.
13: Uh rock on, I guess, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um Hey, can I just um ask you why you keep saying that?
8: Keep saying what, Tom?
0: Rock on.
8: Oh, was I saying that? Well, it's you know, it's a cool new verbal meme that's sweeping the nation. Have you heard about it?
0: No, I have not heard about it. I have not heard that rock oh. on was a thing.
8: You know who he has heard about it? And he's very missed. Who's that? Trump.
0: Trump is mad about rock on?
8: Yeah, he, he's trying to get it shut down because he thinks it's Antifa code for Trump SSD.
0: Yeah, well, it's not Antifa code.
8: Okay, well, I don't know. Yeah, well, you know what I do know. You know what I do know, though. What's that? Well, I'm turning to my right right now, and I'm staring at my hot single EMT ladies of Northeast Philly calendar, and it seems like it's that time of the year again.
0: The what do you mean? What time of year?
8: Oh, I think you know. Should I just
3: do it?
0: Well, if this is what you're, if you're calling to do what I think you're, what you're referring to, then, yeah.
8: Okay, here we go. Hey, Roy,
0: Roy. Yeah. it's it's re- it's really hard to understand you it's 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 really muffled
8: uh news there's a pandemic happening and i got a mask on i i don't want to make myself go wild do i
0: i i don't know what i don't know, what do you mean go wild
8: uh crack a doctor right at the twenty thirteen world symposium on infectious disease as much it don't sound like you do.
0: Yeah. Are you sure you know what a pandemic is?
8: Of course I do. It means total pandemonium is going to break out. Just like when that robot tore the roof off that football stadium and started squishing the members of Queen while everyone was running all over the place.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a horrible, that was a, that was, a, I think, was that their final show? They never played again, ever. Ever. <laughs> Yeah, because that robot grabbed them, started squishing them, and they survived. But I remember, I think they were so scarred by it that they never wanted to get it in front of an audience again.
8: Yeah, it's true. And John Deacon, he was the one that was really, really hurt. He was just an upper torso after that. (laughs) Uh It
0: was sick. it was like half of John Deacon.
8: Yeah, yeah, as a half deacon. Okay, yeah. well I'm gonna take my chances and take my, leave my mask off, okay? Okay. Alright, here we go. Let's get a little Christmas music on. Let me know if this is too loud. Is that too loud in the background?
0: I don't think so. I think it's pretty
8: quiet. Okay. T'was the night before Christmas, Philly style, by Royden Ziegler. And I do want to mention that former Philadelphia Mayor Frank Rizzo has been exorcised from the sacred text and replaced by Philly's favorite son of all time, Bob Saget. Okay. T'was the night before Christmas, when all through Veterans Stadium, not a creature was stirring, not even the Philly fanatic. Them stockings was hung by the dugout with care in hopes that St. Saget would soon be there. Nem eagles was nestled all snug in their beds while visions of cheesesteaks danced in their heads. Patty LaBelle in her kerchief and I in my Philly's cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the playing field there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the dugout to see what was the matter. Away from the bed I flew like a flash, tore up the stairs, and grabbed me a bat. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of hoagie buns to objects below. When what to my wandering eyes should appear but a gigantic thread and eight legends so dear With a tough old driver so mean yet so fair, I knew in a moment Questlove would be there. More rapid than them 76ers, those heroes they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Schmitty, now Iverson, now Perrant and Detmer, on Hall, on Oates, on Hooters and Rundgren, to the heart of South Street, to Jim Stakes, you all. Now dash away, dash away, like Steve Carlton's fastball. Like the basketballs Dr. J would let fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So down to South Street, and them legends, they flew, with the sleigh full of toys, and St. Saget, too. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the street the sound of my heroes landing on their feet. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney at Jim's Steaks, St. Saget came with a bound. He was dressed all in silver and green from his head to his cleats, and he demanded Jim make him a cheesesteak to eat. A bundle of footballs and hockey sticks he flung on his back, and he looked like a cop at the Spectrum eating a Blue Oyster Cult crowd back. His eyes how they twinkled, His dimples hell, merry. His cheeks were like Philly's helmets. His nose like a can of Frank's cherry. His filthy little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and his three chins were as white as the snow. The end of a cigar he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a fat round belly that shook when he laughed like Tasty Cakes. Filled with jelly, he was chubby and thump, a right tough old guy, and I laughed at him until he said I was going to die. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon made me know that I had plenty to dread. He spoke not a word but went straight to his work and filled on them stockings and called me a jerk and layin his finger aside of his nose accepting my bribe up the chimney he rose he sprang to his sleigh to his team gave a thump and away they flew in the direction of mannyunk but i heard him exclaim as he drove them without mercy happy christmas to all and let's skip new jersey
0: well wow, roy right.
8: Every every time I read it, it feels fresh, doesn't it to you?
0: Yeah, no, Roy. It's a it's a it's a it's a holiday tradition at this point to hear you do the the 'twas the night before Christmas Philly style, and I like the chain. I like you uh, up updating it with Bob Saget. I thought it's a very it's a class. It's, Roy, it's a you're a class act.
8: Thank you, my friend, and and I, I want to say to you. You're still my bestie after all these years.
0: Wow, well, Roy.
8: You have something to say to me?
0: Yeah, I I uh I appreciate your calls to the show.
3: Uh-huh.
0: And I think you do a great job and I am a huge admirer of your 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 spunk and your your you have a zest for living that I admire.
3: And?
0: and you're my bestie, also.
8: Oh, that's all I wanted for Christmas. Thank you so much. Okay, you you have a great Christmas, Tim. And to all the Tom, of the it's family, Tom. It's Tom. Oh, it's Tom. It is. I got to write that down. Is it con- yeah, yeah, your bestie.
0: You write, right write, down your get your bestie's first name right.
8: Okay, it's not like Tom York, right? It's T. It's T O M.
0: T O M. Yes, the the traditional spelling of Tom.
8: Got it. Okay. Well, to to you and all the listeners of the better show,
0: the best show.
8: What is it again? I'm sorry. It's the
0: best show.
8: You don't know this after all these years. I don't know. My mind is clouded with all kinds of stuff. But to you I say Merry Christmas and I'll 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 sign off with a song. Okay. Oh little town of Bethlehem PA, how lame we see the lie. Uh North of the golden city of brotherly love. The town where nobody will ever die.
0: So wait, so... Roy? He's gone. Well, that was nice. That was nice. Uh, uh, A tradition... Still alive. I love it. Well, how about that? You like that, Pat? A beautiful rendition. Yeah.
1: Got any calls for me? Let's go to line two.
0: Line two. Line two. Best show. Welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking?
9: Hey, Don. This is Don in Philadelphia.
0: Don in Philadelphia, we're back to back with the Philly calls tonight.
12: Uh, oh, nice. I'm actually not listening live, but uh, that's good to hear.
0: Okay. How you just doing? Had, nice uh, I'm good. You just had uh, Philly boy Roy.
12: Oh, nice. Oh, I can't wait to listen tomorrow. Excellent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. What, what, what do you got for me, Don?
12: Yeah, I have one for the topic. I- I'm not and sure. And what, what part of Philly are time. you in, Don? Fishtown? No, I live in northeast Philly, the far northeast.
0: Like around where? That that uh that science museum I went to and before I threw up uh
12: Oh no, that there's no science museum near me at all. Uh that's uh I'm not sure where that would have been. That sounds maybe uh, near Center City or University of Pennsylvania or something. I don't know. But
0: uh, no, what, I w what do you got for me, buddy?
12: All right, uh, the movie would be uh, the Passion of the Christ.
0: This is um, now going to the topic where we are talking about adding a you add a dirt bike to a movie. Exactly. Yeah. And you're adding yeah, a dirt bike to the Passion of the Christ.
12: Yeah, I mean it's just the movie is a couple hours of brutality, and I mean it's awful what's happening and. Then ultimately, there's the crucifixion, and um, finally, after all that brutality, the movie uh, they just show the cave at the end of the movie, and it's you go for like a full minute of silence, like just pure silence, and then real quietly you can hear mm-hmm. mm, way off in the background, mm-hmm. and it's it's the dirt bike uh, as. Jesus, as he's rising from the dead he zips out on the dirt bike and uh that's the end of the movie
0: well i think you're gonna have a that's a, that's that's one week that's what we call uh in the in this business a hard sell
12: okay okay
0: i look i'm not saying, might... i'm not i'm not correcting you or taking this away from you i'm just saying it's a little bit of a challenge that we're going to tell the the story of of a uh, Jesus, but add a dirt bike to it.
12: It would, it would probably confuse people, I guess. At the end, I don't know. Look, hmm. I'm
0: not saying I'm not saying you're done. You want to add a dirt bike to okay. it? You add a dirt bike to it.
12: Hmm. All right. All right, buddy. Thank you. Well, I'm looking forward to 2021.
0: Is it gone? Yes. Give me another one, Pat, please.
12: Best show, hi. Hello, Tom. It's uh, Mike from Keyport, New Jersey.
0: Mike from Keyport, New Jersey. What's up, Mike?
12: All right, I got a quick one for uh, for the topic and a dirt bike. Here we go. Cannonball run. Not the whole cannonball run, but just we get Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr., their characters, on a dirt bike instead of in whatever fancy sports car they're in. And the kicker is all of their dialogue, all their funny zippy one-liners, they've got to scream at the top of their lungs to get over the sound of the revving dirt bike engines.
1: So
0: let me picture this again. Mm-hmm. It's Cannonball Run, the Burt Reynolds uh, and Company ensemble piece, where they drive from coast to coast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But now they're all on dirt bikes.
12: No, no, not I, they. They can all be on dirt bikes, but more specifically, I want Dean Martin's character and Sammy Davis Jr.'s character. They were the the loan sharks, um, but they were also the priests dressed up. What I would like mm-hmm. is, is is their characters. Most importantly, their characters on the dirt bike.
0: Okay, you want them on the dirt bike. That way, you could hear Dean Martin scream his 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 wobbly dialogue.
12: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I think that's that's where the comedy lies. That's where the comedy is. Dare I say, ramped up in this one?
0: Now you don't think that in any way this compromises the uh, this in any way compromises the 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 the, 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 the performance or the or even the chance that they'd win the race if they're on dirt bikes.
12: It can't go one hundred percent correctly for them. You know, they have to basically they have to take a dirt bike now across the country. So I I think that hampers their their odds. I think they came in what fourth in the cannonball, but okay. I, I do think that like just the idea of, of Sammy Davis and Dean Martin with their their cool guy uh, jokes and their one liners and their you know their priest antics screaming their lines would be. Uh, I think that's where the comedy gold is is mined here.
0: It's interesting because when you say you're going to add a dirt bike to uh, uh, a movie like *Cannibal Run*, which is such an automotive uh, mm-hmm. film, it wasn't wasn't uh, wasn't uh, who was on a motorcycle in that movie? Burt Convy. I know where you was go? go Bert
12: Con- yeah, Burt Convy and I don't remember the name of the other actor, but he uh, yes, and they were popping wheelies. Yeah. We might have to take them out and put them in like a Trans Am or a Porsche. Sure, sure. To overcompensate for the dirt bike that, you know, Dean and Sammy are going to be in.
0: Sure. So you're looking at it. We upgrade on Dean and Sammy the way you're saying it, but now we've just lost uh, Bert Convy's defining characteristic in the movie.
12: Addition by subtraction. It's
0: like a game of a- Jenga, my friend. It's a game of oh.
12: Jenga. As you know, as a as a proficient Jenga player, you know I Ooh. I know what we're up against. I know what we're up against.
0: You're good at Jenga, huh?
12: I I have participated in a few a few tournaments here and mm-hmm. there. Not for not for big mo- not Cannonball Run money, mm-hmm. but you know here and there. Sure,
0: I'm pretty good at Jenga too. I had one game I was playing where um. It was a little more high stakes, uh, than maybe the games you play. It was, uh, $900,000 a piece. For every piece.
12: (laughs) (laughs) For every row that you, you add?
0: For every row, yes. And this one, this one Jenga player, they got the one P, they pulled the thing out, right? It was like, there was like, there was like one of the levels was, resting on two pieces right mm, okay all right they and I they can, pulled that it. one piece out and that was resting on one piece you know what I did
12: I, I can only imagine but go ahead
0: I pulled they were they everybody was like of course you're gonna avoid that that piece now the one that's like a that's a that's a you got one piece balancing the thing.
12: A hanger, so to speak. Hang. So this
0: right. is what I did. Yeah. Yeah. I reached in. I pulled the one piece balancing that had the whole thing balancing on it, mm. and the Jenga didn't
12: fall. It levitated. See, <laughs> that's that's a magical story.
0: It it just hovered there. And then. Did you win the money? Other, then uh, the other guy started doing his thing, right? And then a friend of mine blew an air horn <laughs> at him and then he messed up and then I won, uh, 11 million dollars.
12: For tax purposes, what was the, the take home on that?
0: Well, I paid my taxes on that. I paid okay. that. What do you All think? Right. I'm, a, well, oh, you a think I'm a crook.
12: No, you're not I'm a man. crook. That's, I, there's this just kid, this dork who's
0: man. on that George Lucas talk show, right? Mm-hmm, right. Patrick is his name. Words coming down, the kid's a little bit of a tax cheat. I'm not a tax cheat, I ain't no Patrick. I ain't no tax you're, cheat.
12: So you're go the ahead. The so, that pendulum.
0: What's that now? Pendulum? Pendulum, the, the, ma- the magician? Side.
12: No, no, you're the opposite side of the pendulum.
0: I, I don't like the, I like Teller, I don't like the other one, pendulum, so much.
12: Yeah, you know,
0: listen. <laughs> tell her, tell her knows, he knows, he what his He did put out some pretty sweet half Japanese records, though.
12: This is the big lesson in learning today, so.
0: Yeah. Alright, Chief. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Tom.
12: Thanks.
0: Keep it coming. Who's next? Over at 201-332-3484. Best show, hi. Hello, Besho. Hi, Don. Hi, to whom am I speaking?
11: Uh, this is Woody in Rochester.
0: Woody in Rochester. That's right, Tom. Rochester, now, that's the city that's famous for the garbage plate, right?
11: You got it. We're the one.
0: Which, uh, for for people who don't know, the fine folks in Rochester, New York, this is what they eat on a regular basis.
11: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a plate of French fries,
11: right? French fries? Could be French fries. Could be home fries.
0: French fries or home fries. And what gets dumped on that thing to earn the title garbage plate?
11: Okay, well, first of all, you get a second side. So you can get your French fries or home fries, and then usually you're getting yourself like a Mac salad. Some people go baked beans. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a Mac salad man myself. Sure, and, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, you keep it classy here in Rochester. Then on top of that, would you put on...
0: Wait, they put the Mac salad on the French fries?
11: Tom, it's, home- it's, it's called a garbage plate. So what you get is a pile of garbage. I mean, it's, but it's, it's not. It's like, it's like when you
0: say a side; they're not giving you a little cup full of mac and cheese.
11: No, no, no. This is all on. This is all in on one plate, and it's all mingled, You know, no, no one cares about it. It's, it's all. It's all touching. It's all one solid mass. Mm-hmm. So you get your you get your sides, and on top of that goes either uh, uh, two hamburgers or cheeseburgers and two hot dogs or you can get a hot dog and a hamburger they just go right on top without buns and then on top of that goes this uh like uh like meat hot sauce it's kind of it's almost like like a like a almost like a chili but it's very but it's very saucy it's very kind of liquidy and they just kind of pour that on top and then maybe some onions and some mustard and then, uh, then you just go. Oh, and there's bread on the side, Tom, because you're gonna need some mm-hmm. bread with it.
0: Sure. You ever think about when you order that of just ordering it and then dropping it right in a toilet? To cut out the middleman.
11: I mean, that. I mean, if we were smart, that's what we'd do, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> you save, save you some inter- intermediate uh, distress.
0: <laughs> I love it. How many gar- When's the last time you had a garbage plate?
11: E- well, we're in a pandemic right now. Uh, although I, I did get one. There's kind of a fancier place that has like a a, a a slightly less gross version of it that I order from sometimes with the old uh, uh, the old uh, Grubhub or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Maybe a couple Maybe a couple months ago.
0: All right. Fair enough. Look, it's in your it's a, it's in your blood. You're Rochester.
11: I mean, it's literally in my blood, Tom.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so what what can I do for you, my friend?
11: I I got uh, I got one for the topic. Uh, I think we should uh, add a dirt bike to the end of the movie Punch Drunk Love.
0: For who? For for Barry?
11: For Barry. So. Barry has the screaming argument on the phone. I love this. With I love this. He's and, like, shut up, right? Shut up, shut, shut, shut up, up, shut, shut up, shut, 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 shut up. And then he, and then, um he pulls it, he yanks the phone cord out of the phone, and he, you know, he starts running towards, you know, Provo Utah, but what he does is he stops back at the warehouse where they're making the fungers, and Luis Guzman is there, and Guzman has a dirt bike that Sandler borrows from him. And then Sandler rides the dirt bike from L.A. all the way to Utah to confront the mattress man, drives, drives the uh, uh, the dirt bike right into the mattress showroom where where Hoffman's getting his uh, hair cut.
0: Oh, I love it. He rides the dirt bike right in. Right <clears throat> in? Like, right through the mattress that, shop. Mattress man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to say this. I thought punch drunk love was impervious to improvement until tonight. Wow. Garbage plate. Garbage, Mr. Garbage plate came through.
11: Yeah, I look, it it might, it might not, it might be doing things to my body, but maybe it's fueling my brain, Tom.
0: Might be. This might be helping you. This might be like, we might have a, a limitless situation here.
11: Oh, uh, what if that's it? I mean, maybe that's how, maybe that's how, like, Kodak got started. We got Kodak and Xerox up here. Maybe, maybe George Eastman was eating garbage plates, came up with the movie camera.
0: Well, whoever was eating garbage plates was eating garbage plates, came up with the garbage I mean,
11: plate. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's a real, that's a, that's a real snake in its own tail kind of thing.
0: Ooh, that's sort of you did
11: it. to figure out.
0: I love it. <laughs> Well yes. done, well done. Thank you, Tom. Goodbye. Bye. Best show. Give me another one, please. Best show. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Best show.
6: Oh yes, oh, I did the thing right. I had to. I got to mute the thing. I always scare people not muting the uh, thing. I just got it muted. I'm sorry, I did it. It's muted.
0: No, no, um, no it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Cool. Now you uh,
6: figure not, it out. Figure it out. I am here. I am set. My name is Vitaly. I'm calling from North Jersey. I got one for the topic.
0: What do you got, Vitaly? What do you got for the add a dirt bike to a movie? What, what movie you want to add a dirt bike to? Well,
6: I want to see 12 Angry Men. Oh, I mean, like, well, let me correct myself. I never want to see 12 Angry Men again. But if there was a dirt bike, and imagine it's like at the beginning Remember there was that old guy in it, the juror, the twelve, the the juror that's like, I don't care, I got a baseball game. Let the kid rot. He probably did it. Imagine he was saying that as he was stepping on a dirt bike, and then the guy that was like the earnest one that wanted to make sure that the fair trial was had, just chased him for like an hour and a half, caught up with him. They had a fight, and then they came back to the court, and that was the end of the movie.
0: I like it. I think I think there's room. I'm gonna pitch this to you, since this is since this is your baby. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to collaborate here. Let's do it. Twelve Angry Men. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know what? Six of them are dirt bikes.
6: Oh, that really that really cuts to like right to the chase of having a dirt
12: bike chase in the movie.
0: That way you get people like. Being like, of course he's guilty. There's no way he's not guilty.
4: <laughs>
6: yes, I want that. I would watch right. that. That is how I would watch 12 Angry Men again.
0: And a dirt, six dirt bikes are on are on uh, on the jury.
6: Six angry men, six angry dirt bikes, one yeah. big blockbuster.
0: Exactly. I love it. We did it. All Thanks, right. everybody. buddy. Oh, oh Hi, Tom, Tom, Tom. No, wait, wait, what, what, what else, what else? I'm so sorry, Tom. I oh, he's, that's on. too bad. No, he, 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 uh, he didn't, he didn't pace his thing out right. He did a little.
11: Oh, I forgot.
0: Can't do that. You play with fire. Next call, please. Hello, best show. Oh, by the way, at the top of the show, we Hello? heard Kurt Vile, life's a beach. Great song. From our friend. To whom am I speaking?
5: Uh, This is Andrew from Santa Cruz, California.
0: Home of?
5: Home of, I don't know, the Lost Boys? Home of the Lost Boys.
0: Isn't there a podcast legend from Santa Cruz?
5: There's a podcast legend? Oh, no. Who is
0: it? Yeah. Isn't Jesse Thorpe from Santa Cruz?
5: Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't lived here long enough to oh. be considered a local. I've been here Well, for six go downtown.
0: Years. You got to go. You got to go to Town Hall. They'll such a straight. Okay. 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 And what's your I name again, that. chief? It's Andrew. Andrew. Welcome to yeah. the show, Andrew. Thank you. Thanks for having me. What what do you got for so, me?
5: So, I got one for the topic um I was thinking you can improve an inconvenient truth with a dirt bike. Like if you imagine Al Gore is like given the PowerPoint and he's like showing like the graph of carbon and then like you zoom out and it's actually like an iceberg shaped into a jump. Right. Yeah. There's like a polar bear. There's like a polar bear just passed the jump and then he has to like jump over the polar bear.
0: Why don't we? I feel like put, it would be like. Why don't we put the polar bear on the on the dirt bike?
5: Yeah, like would the polar bear be like steering, or like would Al Gore be riding behind the polar bear?
0: No, Al Gore's not even in this, and he's stuck on no. he's stuck on a, on a little ice floe. Okay. Okay. Cool. And then a, and then like a gang of polar bears riding dirt bikes pull up, and then like. One does like a, like a fast cut and then like just sprays snow all over him. Uh huh. Yeah. All over Al Gore. And, they're going, and the snow is just flying right in his face. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, the, the, might like, not be, might not be as informative <laughs> of a movie as it originally was, but what would you rather watch?
5: Yeah, I feel like, um, there's still like, uh, like the next Sundance, the next Sundance hit. I think it would still make it. Yeah. I think it could be a blockbuster. It could probably
4: uh,
5: reach a lot of people.
0: All right. I love it. Great. All right. Anything well, thank else? You. No, that's it. Good night. Thank you. Good guy. Good guy. Next call, (laughs) what do we got? Best show, hello Hi Hi, welcome to the program To whom am I speaking? This is Wes Wes, where are you calling from, Wes? I'm calling
5: from Vancouver
0: From Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada That's the one How are things in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada Now what's the deal with Vancouver Island? What's the deal with that? Oh, I'm from Vancouver Island. But what's the deal it's with a, it? Uh it
5: is a small island off of Vancouver that shares a name with Vancouver.
0: But what what's what's so what's so fancy about it?
5: Uh there's 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 nothing fancy about it. There's a lot of uh a mix of rednecks and hippies. Okay. And kind of where those two
0: communities meet. Hippies and rednecks. Yeah, I love it. And which
5: one are you? I, uh, I I fancy myself right smack
0: down in the middle. Sure. You mean like where you're done you're done up? So if you turn one way, you look like a hippie, and you turn the other, you look like like in profile, you look like a uh like a rocker. Yeah, something like that, or where like. Both groups of my friends listen to Neil Young, but for different reasons. hmm Sure. All right. Yeah. What do you listen to Neil Young for? What's what 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 makes you listen to Neil Young? Canadian Pride? Uh, there's that. There's the
5: guitar tone. No, right. Uh, I went through my top ten listen to records of the year and one was Stars and Bars.
0: Yeah, American Stars and Bars Classic. What's your favorite Neil Young song of all of them? You gotta pick one. Uh, What is it? uh, I guess uh, I can guess you. I can guess. On the count of three, we'll both say your favorite Neil Young song. You ready? Okay. One, two, three. Powderfinger. Oh. We're close. Cortez the Killer, Powderfinger. Close.
5: It's pretty close.
0: All right. So to, to what do I owe the pleasure of this call?
5: Uh, well, I had one for the topic.
0: Let's hear it. Uh, so
5: one flew over the cuckoo's nest. It's the exact same ending. Everything happens the same. Uh, but McMurphy had stashed a dirt bike in the hedges outside the window, and the chief
0: rides off. On, the dirt, on the dirt bike. I love it. I love it. That's so there's like got. a, it's a, you're, you're using a dirt bike t- for, for some, for like, to create like a magical moment.
5: Well, it just speeds things up at the end. Yeah.
0: All right. Love it. Anything else? No, great. All right. Hello, best show. Show. hello.
14: Hi, how are you?
0: <laughs> Good. To whom am I speaking?
14: This is Claire from Ireland.
0: Claire from Ireland. You're in Ireland right now? Hmm. Yes, unfortunately what? it
14: is. 3.47 a.m.
0: <laughs> it's 3.47 a.m. And what's, what's, what, yes. Why are you up at this uh, time of the morning, Claire?
14: Well, <laughs> I again have drank some Coca-Cola too late in the day and
0: mm. yeah
14: i'm listening live rarely
0: now what is your what is uh what is something about ireland that uh, that a uh, uh, an american like me would 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 have no idea about give me give me something fascinating about uh, what it's like to live in ireland that i would not know about
9: oh
14: gosh uh i would say if you chose to live in dublin you would Lose any hope from ever owning a home?
0: <laughs> because, because it's impossible to oh. buy a home? Oh, just the house prices and the <laughs> ability to get a mortgage. That is. Well, Clara, something that's I got some exciting mother. news for you.
14: You bought me a house. I did. Oh, thank you.
0: I bought you a house. I bought three. Finally. And you can pick one of the three. Right. And then we'll let the guys from uh SoCal get the other two houses. Deal. <laughs> oh, I wish I were So what is what do, say you want to go and eat a nice quick meal by yourself, Claire. Where would you go? Oh
14: wow. I'd probably go to like uh, there's like some really good Korean <laughs> Japanese restaurants in Temple Bar Dublin.
0: But okay. I have not been there for a year because of the whole,
14: you know, pandemic
0: thing. So. Sure, sure. Mostly I go to my fridge. And now when people say, oh, you got to have Guinness in Ireland. It's so much better than anywhere else. Do you even know what it's like anywhere else? Because you're, <laughs> you're from Ireland? No. Well, I mean...
14: If you go to the Guinness, uh, the storehouse, the kind of museum thing, you can try different Guinnesses from all over the world. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell the difference. Like, it all just tastes like
0: kind of brown. Tastes brown. Yeah. I got to say, because everybody's just like, oh, you get the Guinness in Ireland. It's not even the same. It's like it's like drinking cake. Mm. Um, cake. Drink cake. I'll just go eat some cake.
14: i uh, yeah, I'd rather drink some cake. Yeah. Apparently good the day. one from South Africa is more bubbly, I don't know.
0: And then oh you they took the little ruler and cut the foam off the top. Yeah.
3: You yeah, okay. have to
14: do that or yeah. it's important. You have to draw a bit of rock on top.
0: <laughs> sure. Well, Claire, so what to what do I owe the pleasure of this call tonight?
14: I'm hoping to make one of the most boring films I've ever watched into possibly one of the most exciting films I've ever watched.
0: Let me guess, which movie? Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. (laughs) No, but maybe maybe one one of the most boring movies I've ever seen.
14: Yeah, I I haven't made it the whole way through that, so I can't.
0: Because I saw the first one and I thought it sucked. Right? Everybody's like, "Oh, you got to see it!" It's and I go see this thing. Lord of the Rings, right? And first I thought it was first uh, look halfway through I, I thought it was Lord of the Dance. I thought it was Michael Flatley. And I'm just like wait, when when does he show up to do his thing? i like no, he's not in this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's strike 1, but that's on me. I misread the thing. And it was like, oh, it's just wait, and I watch, basically it was like watching uh these elves have like a a, a, a town hall meeting.
14: Yeah,
0: a turn home meeting and then a very long walk. Yeah, and then everyone's like, oh, the second one is so much better. You're going to love the second one. Literally in the second one, one of these elves gets in a tree that starts walking around, Mm -hmm. and the tree's going bloop, 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 bloop. It's a tree walking. It's the slowest thing imaginable. But the graphics, the special effects. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Good for them. What am I? What am I running? Uh, the uh, 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 Lucas Films. I don't care. So yeah, but I skipped the third one, and I guess in the third one, that one elf throws the his the watch, the whatever. It's like a radioactive wa- mm-hmm, poisoned watch, poisoned watch, or something. The what one is watch. it? Yeah, the one watch, something like that. Because because that's what it's it's like a there's like a a Is it a possessed watch or a poison watch? It's like a magic, a magic watch. So he's got this magic watch, and they're just like, for what God knows, whatever reason they got to get rid of this magic. I, I would personally think he had a magic watch. He'd hold on to it. Seems like you could. Seems quite quite collectible. But that's neither here nor there. It's not (laughs) for me. So what? To you, Claire? What is this boring movie that you'd like to change? Oh my, uh, Avatar, please. (laughs) Can Avatar please have dirt bikes instead of horse lizards? Oh my god, could you imagine? Avatar, I remember sitting at Avatar and I was like, all right, now it's wrapping up. Not realizing there's another hour to go in this thing.
3: Yeah.
0: Suddenly I was like, oh, they blew up the giant tree, which I wish was the tree from Lord of the Rings. I wish that tree ate it. Um, But it wasn't, it was a different tree. It was like, oh, it's the tree of life. And it was like, oh, they blew up the tree of life. And then now, which is another thing, they could blow up the movie tree of life. I'd be fine with that as well. Um, Mm -hmm. but then there was a point where it's just like, we got, uh, we, 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 we got the one, the one military guy gets in like some, like, like a little, like a little, Roll whatever he was in. He's stomping around. I like, was a, like
6: this a suit is suit thing.
0: Yeah, the suit thing. That's right. Yeah. So you would want to add dirt bikes dirt instead bike. of horses. Yeah, those
14: lizardy horsey things that they fly around on.
0: Where they those were like,
14: find your birds. horse. Yeah. Find your dirt bike.
0: Mm-hmm.
14: Become one with your dirt bike.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll say this. I'll give it a shot. Might make it better. I make it worse. No, couldn't be. No, couldn't be any worse. No. <laughs> I think it's great that there's four more Avatar movies coming. Oh, is there? How? Yeah.
14: What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Four more. But they mm, they did everything. What else is there?
0: I don't yeah. know. Oh dear. So, well, th- anything else, Claire?
14: No, I'm just kind of sad now about being <laughs> more Avatar movies. Well, you don't have to go see them. No, no. I'll, I'll dream about them tonight or this morning or whatever it is. Yeah.
0: Well Claire, I thank you for the call. Cool. Thank you for having me. Have a grand evening. Thanks. You too. Next call, please. Best show, hi.
13: Hi, Tom. How's it going? Good. Who's this? This is Josh calling from Riverton, New Jersey.
0: Josh from Riverton, New Jersey. Now, where's
13: Riverton? Uh, it's right across the Tacony Palmyra Bridge from Philadelphia. So, like south-ish ah. Jersey. Sure.
0: Like around uh, Cherry Hill.
13: Yeah, yeah, in that vicinity. Like around Camden. Uh, a little north.
0: A little north of Camden. Oh yeah. Alright. You like to eat at that pizza that pizza place, what's it called? People's Pizza?
13: You know, I passed by it and I always think that name is hilarious, but um I, I have not gone in it pre pandemic and I don't think I'll be going it during or post pandemic.
0: All right. Well, go get yourself a slice.
13: You earned it. Alright. oh, uh, thank you. So
0: uh what, what you got for me tonight, Chief?
13: Um so I was calling about tonight's topic but I was also wondering if you'll allow it to chime in on a uh, topic from uh the Identify It.
0: For you I will, for you I will. Uh, and the Identify It, we never went through some of the things that people identified. We have to do that on the next the next episode. I look forward to it. I look forward to it as well. What do you what, what do you want to do for Identify It? In um, which so, we ask the listeners to help people figure out songs or movies. Or TV shows that they had seen and were unable
13: to place. Yes. What do you got? Uh, so I was looking, and um, I recall this is sort of tied into the best show. Maybe about ten years ago, I believe it was Jason from Huntsville called in and had mentioned something about a a a you know southern version of Pungentony Phil, where it was a I believe it was a possum that would feel the breeze. And be able to tell if either the fall or the spring was coming sooner. And I was just hoping somebody in the Best Show universe would be able to track down maybe some footage or or just some more information because any Google search is a little uh, a little vague for a bug tussle bill
0: for a for a kind of down south groundhog day thing
13: yes exactly
0: well if anybody knows what it is uh, I would love to check that out
13: yes please alright what else you got for me buddy and I also got one for the topic tonight um, I ha- haven't been able to listen in live has anyone mentioned uh, any of the uh, Beatles films uh no oh, um, so when I saw the topic pop up uh, today on the internet I could only think of uh the opening scene of A Hard Day's Night where the Beatles are essentially being chased by a roving gang of teenagers on dirt bikes? It's been a hard... Right? <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. It'd be like a Mad Max or sort of like that scene in Weird Science with the, uh, the dirt bike gang.
0: Yeah. So it'd be like the Beatles cross with Mad Max. Yes. Now, who's on the dirt bikes? The kids, the Beatles or the or the or every or the or the fans or everyone?
13: I think the fans, uh, and, and I'm imagining it the fans. You know, how they're kind of outside the the train station, just sort of like circling it, trying to get a uh, you know a peek at the Beatles.
0: Well, that seems more menacing. Yes,
13: that's 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 the direction I'm taking it. All right,
0: you don't want it to be a kind of thing where the Beatles run and then get on dirt bikes and get away from the
13: fans. That'd be kind of cool too. I, 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 I'll take any any version of this that I could get, really.
0: That, I think it'd be pretty cool to watch the Beatles get away on dirt bikes. Do you think any of them would be able to do like a wheelie? Do I think any of them would be able to do? The Beatles would do a wheelie. I think I think Paul could do a wheelie. Yeah.
13: Have you ever ridden a dirt bike, Tom?
0: Well this is the question I was kinda of waiting for. No, I never have. <laughs> do you want to? Yes I do. What These are, are the for? things I want from life. Ride a dirt bike, hang out with a
13: chimp. Yep. Right? Maybe ride that dirt bike uh through the Holland or through, uh, the uh the Holland tunnel next
0: to Oh my god. And then the other thing I wanted to do, the only thing, I, the thing on my bucket list that I did want to do that I, uh, do you know who, do you know who, uh, Terry Crews is?
13: Um, yes, I do. Do you know who
0: Clay Matthews is? I do not. He's a, fo- a football, football guy, right? Alright, mm-hmm. I always wanted to fight both of them at the same time, and I did.
13: Who, uh, what was the, uh, the outcome?
0: They're both in the hospital right now.
13: Wow. <laughs> During a pandemic, Tom, that's brutal. Hey,
0: man. They came at me, that, right? and you know what I did? My I did my famous, I did like a spin kick.
13: Have you ever done one of those things where you kind of uh, put both arms out horizontally and kind of double close on somebody?
0: What I'll do often is I'll um, I'll do that and then I start spinning around and I just start punching <laughs> person after person
13: what's your uh drop kick technique like
0: my drop kick technique Mm -hmm. uh well i usually do kind of like a bicycle kick actually which is like a 360 Uh i just jump backwards and i i kick (laughs) or i'll
13: do 360
0: or 720 even
13: so for your bucket list are there more people to fight or are those kind of the only two
0: no, those are those were the big two, Terry Crews and Clay Matthews, and I got them done at the same time because it was like a scheduling thing where it's just like, well, you got to fight both of them simultaneously. I'm like, well, these guys are both super tough, but I, it was scheduled it was the only way to make it happen,
13: so I went with it. Have you ever considered fighting uh, Jake Paul?
0: Um, I wouldn't want to get any Jake Paul on me.
13: That's fair. Yeah, you never know where that guy's been.
0: You don't, or you do know where he's been. I don't know what's worse.
13: Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a as you would say a two way tie for last.
0: Um, it is a two- <laughs> thank you. Yes, I love it. Well, that's all I got, well,
13: Tom. Thanks so much. I appreciate um, it.
0: What you got was more than enough. All right, thank, thank you, thank you, buddy. All right, have Bye-bye. a great night. Next call, please. Do we have more calls? No? No? No more? Indeed. Best show. hi.
6: Hi, Tom. This is Jason in Inglewood, California, nearby you. Jason
0: in Inglewood, California. What's the deal with you, Jason?
6: What's the deal? Uh, well, where do I begin? What a year we've had, eh?
0: How so? I don't know what would make this okay. year any different than other years.
6: Um... I don't know. I got into, um, badminton, I guess. That's been the biggest change. That's cool. Uh, how are you doing tonight?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good.
6: Did you uh, What's the deal? Let you? me
0: ask you a question about California, right? Yeah. I drive around here. And you know what I see all the time? In and Out Burger, right? Yeah, what are they they, paying people for those burgers? It's like there's like a Uh, it's like a it's a line. It's like thirty cars deep every any time of day. People know that it's hamburgers. There's they they sell them everywhere. It's
6: no fillet of fish.
0: Now you're just making fun of me now. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah, I know it's, it's no flay of fish. I ain't had no flay of fish. I cut that out of my diet.
6: Yeah, that's, you know, like, uh, no judgment, but I think that's probably a better idea.
0: Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Post election, I didn't need no more flay of fish. Although now that I'm talking about it, I kind of want one.
6: Uh, I mean, I think anything goes until this inauguration hits.
0: What do you think, uh, what do you think is gonna, uh, you, th- you think, uh, Mr. Trump has another card up his sleeve? Oh my God. This is what I think um, he's gonna he- do. Okay. I think he's gonna mission impossible this thing. <laughs> he's gonna get sworn in, right? Like, he'll go up there like Joe Biden will get up, like, all right, you swear to be president and he goes, yeah, I swear. Yeah, like he'll kind of like stammer, like when when like a celebrity impersonator looks like the person but can't do an impression of the person.
4: Right. So
0: then he'll he'll kind of he'll stammer a little bit, right? And then they'll be like, "You're president now," and then suddenly here, dun 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 dun, dun. And he pulls the mask off, and it's Trump.
3: What?
6: Alternatively, uh, with a dirt bike, what if Biden is in the middle of the inauguration, he's got his hand on the Bible, and Trump in full evil Knievel garb mm-hmm. launches over the entire thing?
0: Well, then I would actually have to say we should seriously consider a revote. <laughs> if we could have a president that would... would... Would do evil Knievel jumps? <laughs> it's worth considering.
6: I mean, I think it's that or the entire family escapes by night to um, a private island somewhere.
0: Do you think there's a chance they escape at night? I think, there's a, they I think
6: there's a chance they try. I think there's a chance that they've got too much they're facing, and this is just... Desperation. They're just like, we got to get out.
0: I wonder. I wonder if they'll try to escape. I like Don Jr. I think he's cool. And uh, he has swagger. I like when he says stuff like, yeah, let's make a liberal cry. Yeah. And, you know, his father's just like, oh, he's so lame. Right. You know that Donald Trump is just like. When he sees, like, Don Jr. be a thing, just like, yeah, cry more tears, more liberal tears. <laughs> Donald Trump's just like, oh,
5: he's so unfunny.
6: Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, his entire thing's unbelievable, I think, for left all around.
0: Well, thank you for that. So, uh, so you want to see, uh, you want to see an, you want to see a, uh, a dirt bike at the inauguration.
6: I mean, it would be pretty incredible. That's not, that's not what I was originally thinking about. With, well, what were you originally team, thinking? I was thinking Grizzly Man should have had a dirt bike.
0: What if the Grizzly had a dirt bike?
6: Well, that's what I mean. Like he, part of, um him hanging out with, with the bears was him training them to ride dirt bikes. I'm sure he's you've like, seen some yeah, he's some like, cheap like, cheap carnivals in your day where there's bears riding around on dirt bikes,
0: and then Werner Herzog's like, we could not show the <laughs> the thing. We can only listen to the the med. And you hear something here like, <laughs> right? And here we go like, oh! <laughs> I like it.
6: Yeah, I, I think it would have been, um, would have been an improvement.
0: And I'm looking on Twitter right now and I see this guy. There's this one Nets fan, uh, this one, uh, Warriors fan I know. Boy, oh boy, he's going to do a lot of, a lot of, he's going to do more tap dancing. He's going to be, uh, uh, Gregory Hines didn't do as much tap dancing as this guy's going to do this year. They try <laughs> to explain how bad the Warriors are going to be. Like uh Fred Astaire. Fred Astaire would only dream of doing that much tap dancing. <laughs> well, thank you for um, the call, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great YouTube hang hang on. Next call, please. Buckle up. Hey, thank you. Best show, hi. Huh?
15: Hi Tom, this is Dave from Philadelphia.
0: How are you? David in Philadelphia. Yes, I got one. Wow, the wow. Topic. what's that now,
1: Pat? What's that? Why? Why should I buckle up? I thought it was someone doing a character, but I think they hung up.
0: Did he hang up?
1: I, I think so. Because there's there's two other calls now trying to make it through. So I think that person gave up.
0: All right, all right, fair enough. We tried. Besho, hi. Hello, Besho.
15: Hello, this is David from Philadelphia. How you doing, Tom?
0: Good, David. You're back. I'm back. I don't know what happened there. Wow. Well, what matters is you and I are talking right now. Awesome. Where in Philadelphia I'm are you, David? I'm in uh, West Philadelphia. You're in West Philadelphia. What's your favorite Wawa in all of Philadelphia?
15: Uh, there's a one on Broad
0: Street that, uh, near City Hall. Mm-hmm. I go to that one a lot. So what, what do you do? Do you do that when you're, when you're, either you are celebrating, beating the rap? Is that what you're doing? Then you head into Wawa?
15: Usually I'm coming back from like a Sixers game or a Phillies mm-hmm. game or something like that. I mm-hmm. get off Broad Street line.
0: And then to the Wawa. Walk, you want to have some food right? Yeah. Some tasty cakes. What do you think happens to your Philadelphia 76ers? What do you think happens? Do they trade Ben Simmons?
15: Uh, Probably. It looks like it. I like the new coach. I think he'll do a good job.
0: I think so, too. I think he'll do a good job. Last time I checked, he ain't put no uniform on.
15: Yeah. Thank goodness.
0: They drove, they drove Jimmy Butler out. He couldn't stand the unprofessional attitude.
15: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, uh, Doc will shape, shape him up.
0: So what do we got? Why, why, and what, tell me in Philly, what is, who are your Philadelphia heroes? Name, name three heroes from Philadelphia, David. Uh, Fanatic. The Philly Fanatic um, is a, a, obvious hero, sure.
7: Uh,
15: I just read Valley of the Dolls and I found out Jacqueline Suzanne is from West Philadelphia.
0: Sure so, so we got a we got the Philly fanatic, Jacqueline Suzanne.
15: Uh and um well, Kurt Vile.
0: And Kurt Vile. That's a good list. Yeah, covers all the bases I think. Yeah, I love it. So what can I do for you? What do you got for me, David? You got something for the topic? I do. For the dirt bike topic, right? Yes, yes, the dirt bike topic. What do you got?
15: So I'm thinking the Bad News Bears, the original movie. Mhm. Which is already a dirt bike scene in it.
0: No, when Kelly rides onto the field. Yep. So what I'm and thinking is you add a second dirt bike. Add a second dirt bike.
15: Yes. So Walter Matthau's character, um, Buttermaker, sees Kelly go out on the field on his dirt bike. So mm-hmm. he grabs a dirt bike, and he goes chasing after him. Mm-hmm. And so you got a chase scene in The Bad News Bears. Okay. And a little fake
0: uh, chase scene. What was that? I said a good old-fashioned chase scene dropped into a baseball movie.
15: Yep. And so the the way the scene unfolds is Walter Matthau's got a cigarette and a beer in his hand. He's riding the dirt bike and tries to catch up with Kelly, Mm -hmm. and he can't catch him. You know, it's like they're driving through the suburbs of Los Angeles, and then Mm -hmm. Kelly's trying to escape, but, you know, Buttermaker's really close. And then he goes in an alley, and he hits a construction site where they have, like, a
0: you're going This is a fake. You're gonna say somebody e-cigs for legs. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. No, no, that's not me. It's you. It's you. <laughs> I wish it was. Wish I'd. Made oh, that you. Up. All right, go ahead. So there's a chase, and a what?
15: And then he hits. He hits a construction site, and there's a like a pile of dirt, and he uses it as a ramp. He goes over. He goes. He hits the ramp, and he goes over a fence, and he lands in a pool. And his bike sinks to the bottom of the pool. And that's how he gets away from Buttermaker.
0: All right. I like that. The way he loses his motorcycle. His well, and then what happens the next scene, because in the movie,
15: Buttermaker cleans pools. Mm-hmm. The next scene, he's cleaning the pool,
0: and he's fishing the motorbike, he's the dirt bike out of the pool. Ah, I get it. I got you. I got you. He's fishing the dirt bike. That's, and that's what he does to, like, kind of get this kid on his side. That's his
15: leverage. He's got the dirt bike now.
0: I got your dirt bike out of the pool. <laughs> now I'm excited The Bad News Bears is a a movie where it's if you haven't seen it it's basically it's children yelling hate speech at each other and uh, it's really really uh, of its time I guess it's fair to say I never saw the the remake but I'm going to assume there was slightly less hate speech in it than the original yeah I hope so But what I'm excited about is that John Krasinski announced Good News Bears. (laughs) And it's going to be him behind a desk doing that Good News show he does. Uh,
9: And then he gets eaten
0: by a bear at the end. (laughs) It's Good News, Bears. I want to name a few people. You tell me if they were from Philadelphia or not. All right. Hack. Who is that? Hack. Uh, no. Yeah, Hack was from Philadelphia. The cabbie from the show Uh-oh. Hack. Hack oh, from yeah. Hack. <laughs> Nico. From the Velvet Underground and Nico? Yeah. No, I don't think she's from Philly. Oh, no, she was from Philly, yes. that's what
15: she,
0: what part oh, of yeah? Philly? Oh, yeah. Center City. Yeah. A nice neighborhood. Yeah. Um David Lee Roth. Uh yes. No, he was not. How? Oh. Alright, well you lost, my friend. Nice try. Yeah. All right. You might want to brush Thanks, up on Philly history. Alright, have a great night. Thanks, Tom. Good night. Bye bye. How you doing, Pat? What? So far, best so Hi. There. Oh no, we'll talk oh, to this guy. Right. I'll talk to you, Pat. I'll talk to this guy first. Best Hi. Hey, To whom am I speaking?
9: This is Dylan in Winston Salem, North Carolina. Dylan. Yep. Yeah.
0: How are you tonight, Dylan? I'm okay. How are you? Good. Good. What's going on in Winston Salem, home of Cigarette. Cigarettes, that's right. (laughs) That's like when you pull into town, it says home of cigarettes. (laughs) Yeah. What's your favorite cigarette?
9: Uh, Well, you know, Camels are the Winston-Salem, the the most famous Winston-Salem brand. So I smoke a lot of Camels, especially when I'm in... Other parts of the country, I like to represent Winston-Salem, but I like Marlboro's. That's, that's gonna be Richmond and that's, that's our, uh, our nemesis.
0: Sure, that drive from 95 to 85, it's like a, it's like a tour of the cigarette museum of America. <laughs> you yeah, pass that, that, that one cigarette company, what is it, Philip Morris? Yeah, that's uh that's Richmond. Yeah. Now, what? Excuse me. Again. What? What is your name? All I can think is a cigarette. I don't want to call you cigarette. <laughs>
9: Dylan.
0: Dylan, of course, Dylan. I'm so sorry. We started talking about cigarettes, and then Philip, Morris, and
9: got excited. Well, Dylan, I got excited what, because I'm trying to quit, and I, so I think about cigarettes a lot.
0: This is what I want to say but. to you, Dylan. It's time to quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah,
9: yeah, it's so, it's so bad. And then I look around and I'm like, man, this, uh, this city was built on the backs of death and destruction and lung cancer and all that. And then I think we built this city.
0: (laughs) We built this city on cigarettes. Built this city. This is what you should do. You should go to town hall as soon as this pandemic's over. You go and you say, like, I call a a town hall meeting, and you go and you bring a little boom box, and you have a karaoke version of we built the city, and you just say, like, everyone here, we got a little little problem because this city has been built on one thing, and then you do (laughs) we built the city on cigarettes, and then you say it's got to stop, and you reach into your pocket, you pull out a cigarette, and you light it up and you say, this is my last cigarette for my life.
9: That could go viral if somebody, if somebody could catch that on, on camera.
0: Well, we'll set it up. We'll I'll get somebody to show up there and film you when you do that, Dylan. <laughs> but seriously, and also all uh, kidding aside, I know you're trying to quit. You think you might be able to do that? You're going to try to do it for 2021. Seriously. Take care yeah, of yourself.
9: Yeah. I'm doing pretty good. I'm, like, maybe going from over half a pack a day to, like, six in the past couple of weeks is pretty good. Six packs a day? No, six cigarettes in the past couple of weeks after I started trying to quit.
0: Okay. Well, you're down to six cigarettes a day. And this is what I'm going to say. The no, goal no, is for you to like actually stop. Altogether. for Say that again?
9: I'm saying six altogether in the past couple weeks, like some days, none, which is better than I thought I would do. Whenever I was like, I'm going to quit, I thought I'd be, you know, like most people and it's just so easy to say that and not do it, but I surprised myself and was able to go days without it. But yeah, like I'm saying, one every few days is what I've been doing, but maybe it's
0: and the one cigarette is, so is you get one, and then you after you smoke it, you're like, that'll hold me
9: for a bit. Yeah, yeah. And, well, I've got plenty of nicotine gum and stuff, so. Sure.
0: Well, Dylan, I want to say this. You're off to a really good start.
9: Thank you, Tom.
0: And I believe in you, and I know you can get it to the point where you're not smoking any cigarettes.
9: Thanks. Uh, you might be the only person who said that to me so far. I mean, this, I just started. I didn't really tell anybody I was quitting,
0: but. Well, you I went from not me? telling anybody to telling everybody. And we all know you can do it. Well, not all of us. Some people think you can. I, I think uh, Some
9: people think I, I can. <laughs> I, I believe in you.
0: <laughs> I believe in you, Dylan. I know you can get this, uh, you can get this nicotine, uh, uh, monkey off your back, so to speak.
9: Yeah, I hope so. I mean, that, yeah, I will. But anyway.
0: You, give it a, you try. You try. That's all you do. You try. And look, if you slip up here and there, you just keep trying, though. You keep trying. You get that cigarette. You just realize it's like an ashtray in your mouth, right? And
9: then I'm, but then I'm walking around this city, and I just look at everything and all the cigarettes, all
0: the all cigarettes
9: the cigarette stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, what do you got for me tonight? You got something for the topic?
9: Oh yeah. Have you seen Jerry, the Good Friends movie? Oh, that's the, the,
0: uh, the movie, the Matt Damon, uh, Casey Affleck movie where they kind of, they're, they're walking and talking.
9: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: For like a long time. I never did see it. And that's one of those movies. This is the kind of movie I'm getting interested in now. Boring movies. And when I, I say boring, boring, I don't even boring. mean it in a bad way. I don't mean boring in a bad way. I mean meditative, focused, yeah. singular singularly determined. Some people would say a Kelly Reichardt movie is quote unquote boring because it's not it's not fast cuts and fast edits. So be it. It's not though, but I could see why you feel it cuz it's yeah. setting a very deliberate pace. But I says to you, I'm interested in this kind of thing now, yeah, and I, I want more try. of
9: it. because yeah. yeah, Kelly Riker, she she's really good at just I don't know making it making it so gripping, even though it is kind of objectively boring or whatever. Like Wendy and Lucy, it, the time just flies by. Yeah, you're just so but I would into say, it. I agree. And that's go ahead, go ahead. He, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. He was, and that's what he was trying to do with... I mean, all his movies are. I mean, he had a period where his movies were really, yeah, like, meditative. And I just mm-hmm. think Jerry failed at that. Cause, okay. Because, you know, you don't... But Matt Damon and Casey Affleck aren't necessarily the guys that you want to follow around in the desert and look at. And also... Mm-hmm. Sure. There was really nothing there. Like, there was just nothing to, to, and also I was younger when I watched it, but I just felt like, because oh, also what happens is, is they die out there. And so that's the other thing a dirt bike could, could help. But also I think if they had a couple dirt bikes or on one, it could have been a movie there. All
0: right. So you want to add a dirt, I mean, you want to add one dirt bike or two dirt bikes?
9: Well, that's, we're going to have to workshop that because I don't know. I think if they could both fit on one, it might look cooler. Like in my own private Idaho, you know, uh, Keanu and, uh, River looked good on that bike together. All right.
0: Let's say one uh, dirt bike. Let's say, yeah, let's say one. And, one dirt bike. <laughs> the movie Jerry now is a dirt bike. With, with, uh, the, uh, the, oh, it's a dirt bike riding through the desert with Casey Affleck and uh, Matt Damon on it.
9: Yeah. And it's a happy ending where they ride that thing to civilization or some sort of oasis. I haven't thought right. that far.
0: Dylan, you don't have to think any further. I love it. <laughs> I tip my hat to you. And you're going to quit smoking. You're going to call up and say, you know what? I haven't smoked a cigarette. I did it. And you know what I'm going to say to you? You, You're darn tooting. You did do it. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thanks, buddy. Pat. Sir. How are you?
1: Doing good. What's
0: good. going on? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you. Uh, what do you think of this topic? Do you have one for the topic?
1: I don't myself, but uh, somebody wrote me on Instagram and they had one. I don't know if they couldn't get through, but I'm going to read this one out. Okay. A hard day's night where all the girls are riding dirt bikes and tormenting the Beatles a la Mad Max and Weird Science. So we just took that call. Oh, did we?
2: Oh, this guy's not listening. Oh, no.
1: I'm getting a little tired, Tom. Oh, Pat. Pat, oh,
0: no. You know, the countdown has begun for when Dudio comes on. I'm like, hey, Pat, <laughs> I guess you missed that one, huh, Pat? Yeah,
1: I did use the bathroom.
0: That's fine. <laughs> oh, I'm Pat, I'm not getting on you.
1: It was a pretty long call. I um, don't know why he didn't just tell me. I mean, I screened the call. I don't know yeah. why he didn't just say, hey, it's me. We just talked on... On Instagram.
0: Pat, I don't know what these people are up to. Yeah. All I can say is that this is called Dudio's Delight.
1: Dudio's Delight. New segment on the show.
0: He oh, yeah. loves it when somebody messes up.
1: Yeah. So, w uh,
0: how about you, Jason? Do you have one for the topic?
9: Yeah.
2: Um, someone else tweeted this, but I wrote this down earlier. Um, so, uh, Easy Rider. Is an easy one for a dirt bike. Okay. Like, why don't you have a real hog? They'd probably focus on the, uh, dirt bike. Maybe Peter Fonda's riding the dirt bike at the end when he gets, you know, he doesn't get shot off though, does he? He just crashes.
0: He crashes and, uh, Dennis Hopper gets shot, right? right? Yeah.
2: The other one I thought of is, uh, Mr. Holland Lopez.
0: So wait, it could be called, instead of easy rider, it would be called dirt, dirty rider. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, a dirt that. bike would not be very easy to ride for no. that far. So you were thinking, so that's easy rider and you are thinking Mr. Holland's opus added yeah. dirt bike to that.
2: So like the very last scene where they're playing the, the song for Mr. Holland and he's crying. Mm-hmm. And then somebody just rips mm. into the high school auditorium and pops some wheelies.
0: It could go like where he's like, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful cove. Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. And notice my dirt bike is similar to my uh Frankenstein. Uh, mm. Frankenstein on a dirt bike would be. Uh,
3: mm, uh, mm. No, Frankenstein.
0: Uh, does he have a dirt bike? No, he's grunting. I'm sure that's a dirt bike I think that was Frankenstein Then the barn door flies open It's Frankenstein on a dirt bike Turns out you were right It was a dirt bike Somebody should make that into a skit Maybe that can get on SNL Right? They do skits on They're still doing skits on SNL, right? Yeah,
1: they're doing heavy. They're doing skits Yeah. Yeah, yeah If anybody
0: works on SNL and wants to buy that from me to do as a skit on your show, just reach out. We got a great show for you tonight. Pitbull's here with a dirt bike. (laughs) Mr. Dirt Bike, he'd be called. Mr. World. Whatever, what is he? Mr. He's Mr. What? Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. But what's his area code again? Um, 503? I don't even know. Portland? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Salt Lake City? <laughs>
1: That's 801, isn't it? I think he's, he's been riding the, the pandemic out in Denton, Texas.
0: What is the Salt Lake City area code? That would be the
1: funniest thing
0: if somebody was like 801. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, 801. 801. Yep. Yeah.
2: That's where I was born.
0: Salt Lake City. No yep. way.
2: Yeah, I was born, lived my first two years in Salt Lake City.
0: Pat. Yeah. You ever get the feeling duty is one of these guys? He did. I did this. I did that. A lot of, make- anything. A lot of make-em-ups. A, he, a lot of make-em-ups. He's got a lot of connections to a lot of places, yeah. right? What? I could say, like... King of improv. Yeah, ever Yeah, I was from... I could say, like, yeah, I went to Antarctica. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I did two right? years. He's yes he and us. <laughs> he's yes anding us with life. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's he's like, his life is an improv class. <laughs> With truth and comedy, Tom. And I want to say this about improv. I know this is going to be controversial. And we talked about it on Double Threat, the other show I do with my friend Julie Klausner, the insanely talented Julie Klausner. We did an improv show a couple weeks ago. It was very funny. But I want to say this. This Del Close... I don't get it. This guy's supposed to be the funniest guy ever. Where are the laughs? Show me, show me the laughs. He ain't that funny. Oh, he did a comedy album in 1963. Yeah, I heard it. It's, it sucks. Oh, but he taught. Okay. He taught. The gym teacher did a lot of teaching too. I could go watch that guy play a pro basketball game.
1: He was also a creep.
0: Well, let's let's say was he a creep or allegedly? Allegedly a creep. Yeah, He was allegedly a creep. Del close. The dude is probably going to run back to his uh, improv buddies, <laughs> Al- Alan Co, uh, whatever his name is, Conover. Alan. They're saying Del Close stinks. And he'll go, actually, he was the best. I was flipping through uh, Twitch one night, right? After George Lucas talk show ended. And I I, I kid you not, that guy is on there just playing video games. I watched 20 minutes of him watching a uh his flat screen TV playing or whatever he's watching, playing video games. I watched him. I said to myself, Is this a new season of Alan Ruins Everything? Boy, there's some budget cuts on that one. I don't know. You watch that, it, it's like half these people I that's that's half the thing. I can't wait for this pandemic to be over. Gotta watch every comedian has a, a Twitch thing watching him play video games. So what's his face so uh, the the Silicon Valley fella playing video game Alan Colvert playing video games They're all playing video games. Conover what's his name? Alan Conover Adam Conover. Adam Conover It's just like a, a twitch is just a, a thing where you watch uh, old comedy people play video games now. I don't know. Maybe one of them could buy that skit off me. They could punch up their uh Twitch stream. Got another call for me, Pat? Sure do. Oh, And we're going to, in general, we're going to start to set up the winding down of the show now, okay? We're going to start setting up the winding down of the show. 15 minutes, we'll stop taking calls. How about that? Best show, hi. Hello. Hello, hi. To whom am I speaking?
14: Hi, this is Mary from Lansdale.
0: Mary from Lansdale. Now this is this is one of the this is, this is one of the all-timers. Oh, there's a well, good person. Yeah. There's a quality, this is a quality human.
14: <laughs> that, well, thank you. <laughs> How are you doing tonight, Tom?
0: I'm good I'm good what do, uh to what do I owe the pleasure of this call mary
14: well um i I got be honest my husband and I have been going back and forth on this topic all day
0: on um, the dirt bike mm-hmm. to add, add a dirt bike to a movie oh yeah yeah what do you um, what, what, what do you got for me
14: well, uh you know, we were kind of brainstorming I thought like well, have you ever seen uh three Godfathers uh the western
0: it's like three uh, these, Godfathers, these... Godfather, three
14: no, <laughs> no, no, three three Godfathers, it's like from nineteen thirty six
0: okay, I have not
14: it's, it's a it's about these three fugitives who um find a baby in the desert and uh have to decide whether to keep escaping to freedom or return the baby to town and uh basically, their trip would have been a lot easier if they had a dirt bike. Okay, so that was number one.
0: I like it. I I, w- I wish I knew the movie so I could I could pitch in on it, but I I don't. Oh, but well, this this, this next one you might know. Okay
14: have you ha- have you seen Troy? Troy. Yeah.
0: The 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 historical epic.
14: Yeah, yeah. You know, I Brad did, Pitt. I, did,
0: I know it. I didn't see it.
14: Yeah. But you know the general outline, and, like, the movie doesn't really deviate because, you know, it ends with a
0: Trojan horse. Sure. So, oh, oh, I like this. I see where you're going. A Trojan dirt
3: bike.
14: Yes. Well, so here's the thing. My husband thought of this. This was great. He said, so the rest of the movie is the same, but you open up the Trojan horse, and out come dirt bikes. All the Greeks on dirt bikes. And the and the Iron Maiden song, Run to the Hills, starts up. As the Greeks start to what pillage is. Troy, coming out of the horse, riding dirt bikes.
0: I like this. I like this. It opens up, and a wave of dirt bikes come out. Yeah. Well, that is an upgrade. Much better movie. I would watch that movie. There's a reason why I didn't see troy but if it had dirt bikes in it i would have seen it
14: oh yeah <laughs> yeah do you have I another one thinking, um oh what was this yeah there was when i was well i started thinking about like excalibur with dirt bikes but then i realized that's just the movie night riders
0: yes that's true <laughs> they did, so the, did the uh the george romero movie night riders and yeah. then he makes that movie and then they're like He's like, oh, I got to make a movie, a uh, 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 night nights with motorcycles, and then they're just like, George, we need you to make another zombie movie. He's like, oh, <laughs> man, he hated those zombie movies after a while, huh? Yeah,
14: yeah, I think it started to get to him, you know. Although, you know, Dawn of the Dead is, is I love it, and that has not. Dirt, well, motor, there's a motorcycle gang in it.
0: Well, what about this, Dawn of the Dirt Bikes? Yeah. It's a comic. Because this is something, Mary, look, I'm not going to insult your intelligence. I know you're a very smart person, but I know this probably eluded you when you saw Dawn of the Dead. It's a comment on uh, commercialism, actually. Are you Sure. You have to realize there's a reason why they're in a shopping mall. They're uh It's a comment on consumerism. It really is. The shoppers are who are are the zombies any different than the shoppers you see at the mall?
4: I'm now I want to give you that.
0: 20 seconds to wrap your head around that and to truly digest that concept. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Now yeah. you're back. I think I got it. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's what I says. <laughs> Don't of the dirt bikes.
14: Hell, yes, yes, like it.
0: Excellent. Uh, oh, yeah. What, 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 what do you that. have going on? What do you have going on? You doing actually,
14: okay? I'm, 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 you know, I have my up days and my down days, but I'm actually very excited for something this week. Um what is that? my, well, okay. So my husband and I like we record songs, you know, in our basement, and we recorded two Christmas songs. And uh, you know, if anybody is familiar with um, the twenty-five-hour holiday music marathon on WPRB,
0: yes, the John Solomon. That is one of the the holiday traditions. Is John Solomon the great John Solomon? Yes, please. Plays Christmas music for twenty five hours straight.
14: Yes, and uh, we, my husband, and I, we, our, our little outfit is called Death Elf.
0: Okay, and tell me more yep. about Death Elf.
14: Oh well, um, my husband mostly writes the the music and and lyrics, and I, you know, edit them. Uh, <laughs> well, so he plays guitar, I play drums and uh then we usually bring in friends to you know do other stuff, and so the last couple of years we've had uh songs on um that show, and so we have two more this year that I'm very excited for, and uh yeah, one'll play probably Christmas Eve and one hopefully during the day, fingers crossed and um i you know I love the show I've been listening to it since I was a teenager, I guess, so um, yeah, no, I'm very excited to, to have music in there. And yeah, you know, we just, you know, we throw the songs up on Bandcamp um, once they've gone out on the show and, uh, but it's more just, it's gosh, you know, making music is so much fun.
0: It, it's I love it. Just, it's that like, is, that is yeah. fantastic.
14: Yeah. And, death and also elf. like just, yeah, death elf, D E T H E L F.
0: I look forward to hearing Death Elf. Awesome. I think this is exciting. Oh.
14: Cool. Well.
0: Tom, Are you excited? Um, Are you excited?
14: I'm super excited. Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> it's, it's I, I very really, cool. I can't wait. And you should be excited. Yeah. And everybody should listen to John Solomon's, uh, Christmas show on WPRB. Yes. It's a, it great, it's a great fine. tradition and it's there and you're going to have a good time with it.
14: Yeah, and you—you you never know what's going to come, except at twelve thirty-four in the morning, at which time it is Ramon's o'clock. That's the one mm. thing you—I always know. But <laughs> no, that's right. Seriously, everybody should listen. It is so much fun.
0: I agree. All right, and, awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got that to look forward to. It's very exciting.
14: Thank you, Tom, and um, happy holidays.
0: Happy holidays to you. You have a great night.
14: Good night, Tom.
1: Good night. Best show sorry one more time best show hi Tom happy holidays
0: happy holidays to whom am I speaking
10: this is Evan in Canada
0: Evan in Canada just yes. Canada
10: Wow well, I mean I in Vancouver
0: okay it's not like I would just say it's Tom from the United States
10: of America
0: or, as you guys call it the states the states you hate us, no, we don't sympathy mm. only sympathy well, to what do I owe the pleasure of this call, Dennis?
5: <laughs> I do for the topic brief what do you got well, the first one is a bit thinky, but have you ever are you familiar with the movie Locke?
0: No, I'm not,
5: oh. The Tom Hardy in a car?
0: No. Tom Hardy in a car? Yeah,
15: he just drives around a car for two hours, talking on the phone, trying to sort out his life.
0: Well, it sounds like this. Is, it sounds like something I'd be interested in if I'm interested in this new, new. I'm interested in boring movies now. That sounds pretty boring.
15: Yeah, but if he's on a dirt bike, not so much.
5: You're right. Yeah, it'd be exciting. It'd be like the transporter.
0: Yeah, get him on a dirt bike. Alright, I'll check that out. I'll check lockout. <laughs> and picture him on a dirt bike. What do you got? What yeah. else you got for me, buddy?
15: Uh, uh, one that could have maybe sold more tickets if they had considered the dirt bike, your dirt bike idea was, uh, Dr. Doolittle with Robert Downey Jr.
0: And to call it Dr. Dirt Bike a lot. Yeah,
15: a lot of dirt bikes. and...
0: He came Dr. Doolittle. Dr., this Dr. Doolittle, right? Yeah. At what point, at what point is this guy just like, nah, I got enough cash. I don't have to go play Dr. Doolittle in a, to, to, back in front of the green screen. Getting in the, the unitard with the ping pong balls all over it. Or whatever he needs to do to be it.
12: I think they just lay money on his lap. In the trailer, maybe the, and then he,
0: the yeah, maybe the green screens just made a cash. Maybe that's all the cash stacked up.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty easy. Yeah,
0: I love it. Well, my Don, friend, you're so kind. Thank you. You're great. You have a great night. Thanks. How we doing, Pat?
1: We got three more calls.
0: Three more, and then that wraps it up.
1: Best show. Hey,
7: Tom?
0: Hey, who's this?
7: Uh, this is Jonathan in Houston. How are you
0: doing? I'm good. What's up, Jonathan?
7: Um, I'm just calling in. I got one for the topic. And uh, I appreciate you taking my call. I know it's late. No,
0: yeah, no, it's you so don't wild. worry about it, buddy. What do you got? Give me the good stuff.
7: Okay. i was saying the last waltz.
0: Oh, well, that, you just look. I'm going to say this. You were worried about anything you were worried about? You stopped worrying about it because you just, you just dropped the best one of the night on me right now. The last waltz with dirt bikes.
4: Well,
7: I, yeah, I had an idea for, um, how i see
0: the dirt bikes passing in, but Please, I was, let's like, hear obviously, it. Obviously, if you have a better idea, no, I want to hear uh, your idea. You already, I would never have come up with the last waltz with dirt bikes. So you know, you're, I mean, I'm in, I'm in your world.
7: <laughs> all right, so, I like, at the very least, what I see is, at the beginning, when they're doing all that pre-concert interview stuff, mm-hmm. um, they're sitting on the couches and stuff, there'll be a dirt bike in the room, which, I guess, Robbie Robertson or someone will say, we got this fantastic gift, um, you know, for our, for the occasion of our, I guess, of our last show, mm-hmm. Ain't It Something, so... And that's that. And then the next time you see the dirt bike will be exactly the concert goes exactly the same, except, um, when Neil Young comes in, same exact thing when he comes in on the dirt bike.
0: So Neil Young saying. comes out on the dirt bike.
7: Yeah. But makes no big deal about it. Maybe.
0: All right. I got to say, my friend. <laughs> You just taught me something. You just what taught that? me something. <laughs> but the world is full of possibilities. It's true. So you, what if it? What if it's kind of like this? Let me see if I. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull this off. Wait one second. Uh-huh. Give me a second. You, uh, tell me. Tell me about uh, what, what you're asking for. Uh, uh, what, what, do you celebrate Christmas?
7: Uh, Hanukkah.
0: Well, what did you get for Hanukkah?
7: Um, nothing really for, you know, Hanukkah's more for the kids. Um. Sure. You so didn't get nothing? nothing? Um. I got, no, I don't think so, nothing.
0: Nobody got you anything? <laughs>
7: no, I wasn't feeling bad about it either, but maybe, maybe I should have
0: been. Studio, yo, can you send me a dirt bike MP, a sound of an, a dirt bike as an MP3? So hold on a second. You yeah, got? I, got that for
1: I think someone tweeted one at us. Wow! Well, uh, I just need. Uh, uh, however,
0: you Hanukkah get it to me, get is, me there.
7: It's different. Th- it's different than Christmas. It's more. It's 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 more for the kids. You know.
0: I think you need to get some Hanukkah spirit back. I think. Yeah. I think you're missing out on the magic of Hanukkah. You could you're, you could use a little Hanukkah magic. So so when you were a kid with Hanukkah, yeah, Hanukkah was a big deal as a kid. Did you start? Did a your family deal. start off big gift first night or a small gift first night and build up to the big gift?
7: Um, it usually built up. Yeah. So you were like socks the eighth
0: night. Yeah. Pencils.
7: The thing like was, you had like, like, as, uh, like, like you had your grandparents giving you stuff. Mm-hmm. So there was, uh, so usually like the parents would distribute, you know, it wasn't, you know, it was pretty good throughout. I had a good Hanukkah.
0: Sure, sure. So as a kid, well, what's the all time best Hanukkah present you ever remember getting?
7: Best one. I remember I must have been maybe 10. And I got a Nintendo. And I, yes. like, I, I I vividly remember that. that that's, that's, right. that number one. I love it. Yeah. My friend. Do you think Wait. my, um, sorry to interrupt,
0: but like. No, 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 no.
7: For the dirt bike in the last Waltz thing, I had, like, for some reason when I first came up with it, I was thinking I had the image of Neil Young. And then mm. I had the image of Robertson sort of foreshadowing it. And then I thought about maybe it can be like a running thing where like different guys are, are vying for the dirt bike, but I didn't like know. Like Joni Mitchell, Joni
0: Mitchell comes out on the dirt bike.
7: Yes. Yes. But I they all come out on the much. dirt bike. Not all, but it, it's got, cause it's gotta be a little unpredictable. Like maybe they're sort of fighting for the dirt bike.
0: They're fighting for the dirt bike. Yeah. I gotta say, my friend, i'm going to just try something right here, and you tell me what you think of this, okay, you tell me if you think this works because you're the you're the you're the conductor of this one, and what's okay. your name again I'm Denny? Ready. Jonathan Jonathan Jonathan, you tell me what you think hold on. Of this can you hear that? Yeah. What do you think about that?
7: Tom, I, I'm really humbled. Like, that's why you're the master. You know, I just serve it up and you, and you really, you take it to art. That's, that's beautiful stuff.
0: (laughs) You're very kind. You're very kind. No,
7: that's great though. That's that's hysterical. All
0: right. Well, you have a great night. All right. Talk to you. Okay. Take care.
1: Remaining calls. We have, a, we have a couple. We have a, a guy who, who uh, promised to be short that I added as a third as a maybe.
0: All right. Let's give me the other ones and then that person can go last. Best show. Hello, best show.
9: Hi, Tom. This is uh,
5: Steve from Chicago.
0: Hi, Steve. How are you?
5: Uh,
15: I was doing pretty good, but now I'm worried. How, how could I top uh, the last waltz? That's just,
13: the perfect one.
0: I don't know. I think that guy I think I think he figured the whole thing out with that one.
13: Yeah, I don't know. I have I have an attempt
5: though. Uh, just a quick one for the topic. it. Uh, close encounters of the third kind. And at the very end the mothership is just a big dirt bike.
0: What about this? Okay. The mothership's a giant dirt bike comes down or uh, yeah, the ship comes down, right, and then the little kid comes out on a dirt bike. <laughs> yeah,
5: should um should he come? Should he get on a dirt bike and join them all, or does he does he walk in with them?
0: I think
12: Richard Dreyfus. The,
0: the the platform lowers. Mm-hmm. And then Richard Dreyfus. And the little, and the kid comes out on a little, like a little mini dirt bike. Yeah, he's like, small? he's like four, small. right? Whatever he is. He's three, however old that kid is.
5: Yeah. A little, little, whatever
0: little. he's four or five. I don't know. So then, but then Richard Dreyfus is like, they're, they're getting ready to leave and everybody's getting on board the thing and they're going to hand them over to the, to the mission and stuff. And then at the last second, right? Richard yeah, Dreyfus yeah. rides on a dirt bike up that ramp right before the door closes.
5: Yeah, he should do some tricks.
0: Yeah. Do Love it. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Mike. Best show.
6: Hi. Uh, this, this is uh, Pat D.C. And I was thinking uh, Paris, Texas.
0: I've never seen so, Paris, Texas. That's the... Oh, you should. It's, it's one of the
6: great... Harry Dean Stanton,
0: Nastassia Kinski, right?
6: Yeah. But... I never opened, saw it. It's like 30 minutes of Harry Dean Stanton... Silently walking through the desert, um, okay. and if he was just on a dirt bike, I just really like the image of uh, Harry Dean St- Stanton in a in a suit riding mm-hmm. dirt bike through the desert.
0: I, I just think I would. I would. Is. I'm on board with it. Yeah, on board. Yep. Anything with Harry Dean Stanton on a on a, 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 a dirt bike. That sounds like a winner to me.
6: Yeah.
0: So All right. Thank you, buddy. All right.
6: Yes, no, thank you very much. And happy Bye. holidays and Happy holidays to you too. Bye. <laughs> Best show. Hey, Tom, how's it going?
0: Good, good. Who's this? Uh, this is Matt in Eureka. Matt in Eureka, which is in California.
13: California, uh, yeah. There you go.
0: What do you uh, got so for I got me? A short
13: one. I got a short
6: one for the topic.
0: Let's hear. What is it, Matt?
6: So thinking the usual suspects, the final scene where Verbal Kent uh, becomes Kaiser Sose. You know, his limp huh. disappears as he walks down the street. Then he gets into a limousine. but instead mm-hmm. of getting into the limousine, he gets on the back of some dude's dirt bike, and they just cruise off. Oh, I love it.
0: Perfect. That's a, That's a perfect ending. All right. Upgrade. Thanks, buddy.
1: We done with calls, Pat. We are done. So there was one last guy, but I told him that the calls were done. But I, oh, Pat, you run a tight
0: ship, and I love it.
1: I do have his uh, his movie though. I, I was curious. He said, "What is it?" He said, "Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid," at the very instead of a, in, instead of a bicycle. End. Yes.
0: For the raindrops keep falling on my head portion of the movie,
1: actually, I think it was the end. He's saying at the end they oh. they they ride off into the sunset with dirt bikes.
0: Oh, that would be awesome! Yeah, I'd see that. Well, I want to say this, Pat. Happy holidays to you.
1: Yes, sir. Same, same to you and Jason and Adam, who I just met.
0: Yes, I want to thank Adam for for uh helping out tonight thank you adam
2: of course it was a pleasure see he's a good guy i was i was hard on him at the beginning you were yeah unnecessarily adam's a yeah. very good dude
0: and see that's the problem with a dudeio type is that <laughs> these guys they can't stand tall unless they they can't stand tall unless they're on top of Someone they've defeated. They're laying. They climb on top of their body and they stand on that. It's the only way they can stand tall. It's a sickness, and I don't know.
2: It's, It's the West Virginia in me.
0: It is, and this is another thing I'll say. You finally admitted you can't. You could take the boy out of West Virginia, but trust me, you ain't taking the West Virginia out of the boy. Can't be done. No. And I want to say this. When it comes to, look, I don't know what next week is going to be. Maybe, maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll take the, the week off. Maybe there'll be a, uh, a best show that I'll do. Uh, I'll figure something out, but I'm not, I'm not sure yet, but, uh, this will be the, the, the next week won't have calls and whatnot. It'll, it, we'll, we'll figure it out, but the show's back. What a, what a road to get the show back and what a road to get through the finish line to 2020. But we're here. Those of us that are here are here. So we are happy to be here. We should be happy to be here. We're, we get a crack at 2021. If we're here now, 2020, we get a crack at what the next year could hold and that is a gift for all of us. And yeah. We got we got an opportunity ahead of us. And I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody that's stuck with the show and everybody that is on board and everybody that is here. We will keep doing it and it's Going to get better. I feel like the show got its feet back under it and we're just, it's just going to get better. And I thank you, Pat. I thank you, Jason. I thank everybody that works on the show. Martine, Amy. Everybody that works on the show. So there's so many people. I'm very appreciative of everybody. And uh, Mike is, uh, Mike will be back when we pick things back up after the new year. Love, Mike. And uh, want, I want uh, all the best for everybody. So we'll figure it out. We'll do it right. And everybody'll be happy, and we'll we'll just we'll have a good 2021. What do you think about that? Sounds great. It was a rhetorical question. It was not meant for. I'm I'm agreeing with it. Well, that's kind of you. I'd be troubling. It would be troubling if you didn't agree. Yeah. If If I turn on my my mic and I'm I'm like, "Eh, I don't know. I think we should have a bad. If you were like, <laughs> I think we should all have a bad 2021.
11: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what a better way to end than with the song. Should we end with the song 2021? What do you think about that? Let's be the first ones to do that, huh? Do you know that song by Vampire Weekend 2021? I do. It is a good song. Happy new year. Happy holidays. I'm going to assume I'll do, I'll, I'll figure something out next week. You'll know about it on Twitter, but I'm saying happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Everybody better stuff right around the corner. We can, we can get there. We're closer than we've been. Thank you. And I appreciate all of you. So let's
4: do it and say good night. Bye.